I go take you, oh, shake you. I still decide your case, you. I cannot go make a mistake, you. Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Disruption Podcast. Yes, sir. It's Noor. It's Chief Osage in the building, baby. It's your girl, Maweezy. And you got the prince, what's good? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And today we're joined by a special guest, Lydia Tessima. Come on. Oh, I know you saw the little quick glimpse in the camera. Yeah, we got a special guest in the building <laughs> with us today. Awesome. It was good. I know, yeah, which one do you want? <laughs> you got angles today. <laughs> nah, nah, thank you for coming through. Yeah, welcome. Mm. How are you feeling? Yeah. Good Mandela drove me here. Come on, yeah. shout, out shout out to Mandela. Shout out to Mandela in the background, the real freshness. <laughs> he was the one that introduced us, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was for again. sure. I guess we can tell that story, huh? We may as well start off with that, eh? Yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> so like, well, yeah, literally in the span of this, this is how quick things happen week, in the span yeah. of one week, less than as well. Yeah. yeah, span of less than a week. So we had um, Brand Summer Jam, shout out to them, mm. um, shout out to the organizer of that. Of that, yo, English has run away already. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the organizers of that. Yeah, it was a dope kind of um, event for the community um, to see people showcase their basketball skills, but also just to be around people in good vibes, right? And as we're chilling, we're chilling, da da da. I see the raw freshness pulls up. At, the funny part is, during the, the event, yeah, we're like, Where's, where's, where's raw freshness? He needs to be here, <laughs> this is his event, this yeah, is this is his type bro. of thing, yo. And obviously, in fashion, man pulls out fashionably late. He knows how to make an interest, bro. <laughs> yeah. He knows. And you, and you know I had to come in, you know what I mean? You had to come in fresh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah? He came in at the right time in that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so we chill and we see our guy. Anyways, event ends and all that. And I was like, yo, 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 hey, man, I saw you at, um, you had a dope event a couple of weeks back. Um, do you know Lydia? He's like, oh, Lydia? Yeah? She's right here. I'll, I'll show you right now. I'm like, ah! <laughs> And boom, 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 just like that. We're chatting, and, and then here we are, and yeah. here we are, man. Yeah, so, shout guy. out to you for setting that up. But yeah, and he was looking around, like, who else you guys want to meet? I was like, I was like <laughs> bro, I was scared to say any name, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how this kind of came about. And here we are, she's episode. Yeah, How's your day, though? Um, today's been pretty calm. Last weekend being like the last weekend of summer, I feel like people just jam packed yeah. the events, definitely. Like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. I'm trying to tell myself, like, girl, just take it easy. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> take a break. Yeah, so just a few calm errands this morning, you know. Mm-hmm. Good. Now we got you working instead. I know, yeah. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, On the fun. chill, the chill weekend that you wanted to have and everything, yeah, yeah man. No, no, no. This is chill. This is chill. Alright, say less, say less. Do you anything for the long weekend though? Or, like, you actually doing anything? Like, I'm not for yourself? Um, for myself, like, yeah, I probably end up doing something for myself. Mm. But I really just want to just be calm. Yeah, just this weekend. yeah. just. Just chill out. Oh, my, my thing Trap fish days aside. Oh. Separate. Does anything happen? Wait, what? There you go. Oh. Yep, yep. We <laughs> now <laughs> we're live. I wasn't, I wasn't I live. I think it was calm, but we'll see. Hey, okay. for the, you know what I mean? A little 20 seconds of her telling us what the week was. She was saying, yeah, this is the highlight of my week being here with the discussion <laughs> podcast. I could not wait to get down. I know, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, that's chill. This week I'm low key. Like mm. you, low won't, key. you won't catch me on no. the streets. Are you normally out in the battle? This I is the haps though. I'm I'm usually out and about. Like yeah, I'm always yeah. at an event or like at someone's birthday or something like that or a project or something yeah. will come up. When we so say event, what are we talking about? Like what kind of vibes are you? Um, the vibes I usually go for. Um, I have a few f- really close friends who are DJs, so yeah. they just they're like being picked up for like different events all mm. the time. Afro beats, um, anything kind of soul session vibey. So like live music. My mm. older sister's like a singer, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. I tend to go and support her. Shout hey, out shout to Sully. There you go. Shout oh. out. Um, and then yeah, but then like with we'll get to it, I'm sure with below the surface. I like purposely like designed an event different to what I usually mm. like go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, that's sick. speaking of events, 
like I, I was telling these guys a lot of these vibe events is like on the uh, on Sundays. Mm. Oh yeah, some people <laughs> just like, like I can't do that. <laughs> bro, I'm looking at these guys. I'm like, bro, no one works on Monday. <laughs> Yo, they work, but they still go bro, to work. You know, they yeah. make it happen. On Fridays, hey, it was good. Nah, nothing. Saturday, hey guys, it was good. Mm, a nah, little nothing. this bubbling here and on there. Sunday, I'm trying to the schedule haps. my week and That's everything. You hit me up. Yo, Thursday evening. Like, hey, Sunday school. Hey, watermelon. Hey, these. I'm like, yeah. bro. I'm like, fam, I'm trying to just get my mind ready for the week. Yeah. You know, we just had. <laughs> trying to get around with the Lord. Get the Lord. True. I swear people be entering their weeks crazy because bro. of Sunday nights. Like, Imagine going to work on Monday with a headache. That's yeah. actually ch- uh, that's childish. I mean, isn't work already a headache? Yeah, that's big facts. You may as well just send it all the way, huh? Yeah, exactly. uh, are the events meant to be like you meant to go hardcore at it, or is it just like we're vibing? Yeah, if it's rooftop, you, whatever, yeah, yeah. then true. that's cool. Isn't that what the vibe it's is? Good way to true. wrap up the mm-hmm. week. That's true. I guess you choose how you behave in those environments, yeah, that's right? That's right. <laughs> so basically, it's your it's friends you. that don't yeah, know how to do Huh? Uh. <laughs> what well, I was gonna say there, yeah. Um, when yeah. do you think you started going to like these type of events? Yeah, because I swear it was mm. only like I mean, summer 16, mm-hmm. universally across the world, everyone oh, yeah. says that was the vibe, yeah. Oh, yeah, laundry. I'm sorry, but if they, <laughs> <laughs> no, summer, Wait, you had laundry? I had a phase, ah, <laughs> everyone had a phase, so company. everyone had a phase with yeah. laundry, everyone had yeah. a phase, but for some reason, yeah. 2016 and 17 summer it was just popping, like, it was a vibe. I had it's the good. same group, beautiful there. music, beautiful music, it was always out, you know, guaranteed people that. You, weather you know, was amazing it. we had a real summer True. yeah so, that was a real I'm, summer i'm trying 16. to figure out how we had True. that much fun with that afro beats like that <laughs> no fast. you know that's what i realized i actually like going to like an r&b party recently yeah. i realized i actually miss hip-hop and r&b because a lot yeah. for the last few yeah. years mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so like anytime i get to like an r&b party i'm like hey because mm. you move differently it has a different kind of energy to it yeah you're right what i was saying is like yeah that's the last summer that i remember was like yeah that's that's liddy and this is something that you're kind of saying recently like this summer mm. is the closest i think the we've kind of had a long time. to oh, how 2016, 2016 felt yeah. really? in terms of the oh, energy it carries <laughs> not in terms of the weather at, at necessarily tell me about your summer then what happened because like, it's just like for some reason this year it's weird because now like we're all grown with jobs and all apparently. this kind of stuff yeah but it's like this year is the first time in multiple years where everyone's like, I'll just hang out till 4 a.m. again. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why, past few years, it's like, it was happening. It wasn't not happening, but it wasn't like, Weekly, yeah, and then, true. It's like and back it was to back. Like, yeah, what do you want to do now? Okay, let's do this and let's do that, and everything's carefree. Everyone wants to move, bet. Yeah, true. you know what? Yeah. Maybe coronavirus did that to I us. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it was definitely. like went through a year of yeah. you can't do anything. It's like yeah, let's be childish again. <laughs> let's be childish. A new level of yeah. appreciation for freedom, yeah. or like mm-hmm. being able to move. Like be out and about. Yeah. Hey, wait, is it the best summer in terms of what you and your friends do, or in terms of twenty sixteen or now? What's going on? Because that's of you and your friends. Because that's what I was about to say. Yeah, okay. That's even what I'm trying to say about this year in terms of how close it feels to like 2016. There's all these type of events. It's all kind of happening as well. Melbourne's popping off. Melbourne is doing something. Melbourne's moving different. See, I'm speaking from a like peripheral, just seeing a lot of this year because I haven't pulled up to not much at all. Right. Okay. But vicariously, I'm living through these stories. Like, yo, that looks like a movie. 
Melbourne, no. Melbourne is it. Like, I went to Sydney. Hey, I'm sorry, Sydney. Don't apologize. I went to Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Sydney a few, uh, like, a few months ago. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, Sydney's great if you have people there, you you know, you have haps. But if you can't just find haps. You can't yeah. just walk onto the street and, like, yeah. you know, trust that you'll find a good party or a good vibe mm. or some culture. That's like, facts. Yeah. They have a significantly different culture when it comes Very to that different. Stuff. Absolutely. Man, Very work-focused, yeah, I would say. True. Melbourne, yeah. you just put up, what's the haps? On Snapchat, yeah. someone reply. Everyone tells <laughs> literally, yeah. like legit. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Like, legit. come to this. Yeah, no, this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. but then uh, at the same time, it's like um, with the events, I like how there's different types of events that's going on now. Mm. You have like um, Chisula's coming up with this formal True. event. Like I don't know if you went. I did. I went. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, that was that was really cool too. Yeah. Cause that was um a, like a paint and sit, but then we were painting oh, wow. an Air Force shoe. Okay, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna need a chat after this year. I'm gonna need you to send through these events every time yeah. you get something sent to you. Because people be hitting me up on my stories, like, what this looks so cool. How I'm like, I swear I posted this story how many times before the event? I've realized it's actually my fault. Yeah, because I've been so used to how much I've seen people like Promoters back in the day as well for like other events, like yeah. other events back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Me looking at it, I was like, oh, no way, ew, what? I'm not yeah. going to that, yeah? yeah. And then I've just, it's just done something to my head now that whenever I see any flyer uh, for an event, it just like go. passes resist, by. like paying attention yeah, to Yeah, I don't it. actually mm. look at what the vibe is telling me, True. you know, like actually reading the flyer itself. So, so you be sense. posting these things still. Yeah, huh? yeah. Well, keep in mind, in order to have an event and promote it, you need a flyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need a flyer. Nah, so it's like, now I realize it's my fault. I need to actually just yeah. pay attention and it might like, it might be yeah. a vibe bro no, that's yeah, true it might be a vibe exactly yeah. nah, that's lit, yeah. man. Yeah. would you say they're safe right now these days the events yeah i think so because i i Cause anything, that's a stigma that a lot of people kind of attach true. to things i like. think i recall more so like fights back in the days if yeah, anything sure. at like the the clubs but i feel like what's really good about events these days a lot of them tend to be ticketed so it's like you're coming, you've already made your investment, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're not <laughs> trying to mess this up. Yeah, you're coming, you plan to come. Like, I don't know, I just feel like it's just something about the way these events are set up yeah. when they're ticketed and organised. Like, yeah. it's just people come with a different oh. energy. And then, of course, the actual event organisers behind events these days are, like, intentionally curating really positive, yeah. like, in, you know, yeah, that's spaces. But it's also because, yeah. like, imagine, it, uh, the ticketed thing is true because I imagine you... <laughs> didn't do like or you bought a ticket and then for two weeks from now and you're like I'm gonna fight in two weeks <laughs> so you're thinking about it for two weeks you're like planning. when I see whoever I'm fighting it's like who does that who can be angry for that long well then again you, you make a point because it's not even like people plan to fight yeah. so even, yeah. I think my point's redundant because like, <laughs> even with the no, ticket but no? look, people be planning though no, yeah no, 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 I'm not planning to that point bro what are you it's, paying you have to me? say yeah, I know what you're about to say <laughs> the coffee we're having this yeah? oh this one okay bet, oh, yeah. no, okay go no 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 you say do you feel like some of the music does oh. bring out that energy of let's do something? 100%. I think music is the language of the soul. So I think like everything flows talk talk. from, you know, within. Yeah. And I think that music carries energy. Like it, it, and it just it, like it actually encourages you to act or respond to it in a right. certain yeah, way. Yeah, there's a like, response that kind of comes with music. I can definitely relate to that. Like, cause I went to an event and then they play location and then uh, everyone's just vibing. And then next thing you know, they play Dio Dio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's heads are down. Everyone went from, bro, I don't even like, I lost my glasses. Man, I was doing Velma. 
You're not gonna sway to pop smoke. Or to, or exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The music literally calls for you to act yeah. in that way. Like, it's no matter how this event actually plays this kind of music, yeah. mm. to kind of, in a way, you know, that are, kind of smart. Are club owners mm. right in going? Yo, we're not having that kind of music at our club. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. It would be because that's your investment. Right. Yeah, exactly, it's like, your investment. You break windows every time. Like you can't <laughs> come over, and you get cancelled. Yeah. And like, yeah. I think with the Afrobeats like events popping off, that's also probably been a reason for less fights. Because I think mm. Afrobeats, the tunes, the, the beats, energy, right? completely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, surely you're just trying to have a good time with the homies when you hear that kind of music. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. a couple of little, yeah. couple of wine in the corner. But you mentioned. That you've tried to do different events entirely. Well, yeah. yeah, that was my first first yeah? event. Oh, you, yeah. but the, you know, That's there's me. more to come. Yes, obviously, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Ah, um, what was I even gonna say? So, <laughs> this is how you know how bad we are as a as a crew. Yeah. Sent it ahead of time, yeah. Let's say what. <laughs> Which event? This, is this, this was the corporate one, yeah. Uh, corporate. Wait, what like was networking, the, oh, vision board. Yeah, yeah, networking one. We're idiots. now I've, I've alluded, but yeah, we sent it through. Like, guys, this looks lit. Yeah. Oh, we in advance. Yeah. We, oh, yeah, true. This is why we're wrong. We this so we sent. Yeah. Oh, so we sent. What? Like, this looks nice. He says something. No says send it. My mom doesn't say anything. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'll see what my schedule looks like. Yeah. And that, that's where it starts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all left in there. Guys, guys, it's tonight. It's tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you oh, get I saw that. Ah. <laughs> Shout out to TJ last time. You guys made me shoot her a message. Yo, hey, you know, are there any more tickets? She's like, hey, sorry, they sold out. I was like, now nah, you guys made me embarrass myself. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's what pretty much happened for your event as well. And I'll, we'll okay. let you, you know, explain exactly what you're doing and with all that, right? Um, but yeah, we sent it through like, guys, this looks like, you know, this is our vibes right now. This yeah. is different, mm. you know. The city needs this kind of thing as well. People mm. in our city need this. And then uh, the in came. typical TDP fashion, we checked. <laughs> the day came, the went, day came looked at the went. story, saw yeah. the after photos, the videos, said, come on, man. <laughs> Bro, all right. But talk about all the right, event cool. and what, I guess, because there's a bit of a background story to it as well in terms of what was, go- like, stuff you're doing during the year as yeah, well. True, true, with, with Below yeah, the Surface. Exactly, so. Oh, yeah, true. What was yours? All right. Woo. So I'm, <laughs> I'm usually the one asking questions. So I'm like, whoo. All right. So Below the Surface is basically um, a platform, creative platform that um, like the intention behind it is to explore the world, like the world around us, but using different forms of expression um, or addressing the world around us using different forms of expression. So how it initially came about is I actually wanted to start a podcast as well. And like I had the name and everything. And then just before launching, I'm like, actually, I don't want to just commit to audio because I do like to express myself in like a number of ways creatively. So I'm like, how can I ensure that I don't limit myself? And that was very triggering because that there's another story where I almost like with law, almost committed to a law degree, left it. I'm just like, I'm not about to jump into something and commit to something if I know I'm, I don't want to do it. So I'm like, all right, let's just keep it open. We'll start a platform, call it a channel, even though it's not necessarily a channel. And then um, whenever I feel like there's a project or something I really want to do, I can just run that like through below the surface. Yeah. So it started off like that. And like as soon as I launched, I remember coronavirus was happening. And you know how like back in like April, March, we just thought, you know, six more weeks and we're yeah, good. We'll we're done. Right. It'll be as long as it Couple was. of weeks, yeah. we'll be back out. Legit. Just the bird flu. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So I'm like, all right, let's just do something like small before, um, you know, I really get stuck into like video content, which would require this sort of setup, you know? So I was like, all right, cool. Um, what do I want to do? I'm like, 
I just remembered having a lot of conversations with people around that time about how their mental health was. And I'm like, oh, let's explore what people are doing in isolation, what they're grateful for, because, of course, gratitude's a really powerful tool for getting through hard times. And um, let's also ask people to express some words of encouragement. So I'm like, ask three questions, the same three questions to like nine different people. And I'm like, all right, they gave me their responses. And I'm like, I, I was trying to figure out ways to post it. I'm like, oh, I can just put a photo of them and then the caption can be their response or something like that. I'm like, no, let's take it another step further. Let's create a magazine like out of this. So created a mag. Um, and that was amazing. I, I really enjoyed doing that. I had like the help of Ivy, one of my really close friends. Shout out. Shout out to Ivy. Shout out to Ivy. She's amazing. Um, and that went so well because people like they're just three simple questions. But what I realized is, is like you can kind of unpack or expose the nuance in things if you just ask three questions yeah. really simple and just allow different people to respond to those questions so the the answers that came out of that were really powerful it was, it was encouraging like it was invalidating for people who were going through what they were going through um and that was just that i thought like that was just going to be the mag and then we move on but coronavirus decided to <laughs> hang around for all of 2020 yeah. so you know i'm kind of comfortable here still exactly so i'm I like i see this happening for a couple more months <laughs> yeah. they actually just extended the state of emergency yeah i definitely yeah, saw that i saw uh, that yeah yeah seen unseen Trust. we we have constitutional rights and then and then yeah and then i ended up um I did a journal piece because one day, you know, Black Lives Matter, obviously that all happened and I just wanted to write because I like to write and I'm like, all right, I'll do a journal piece. I'm just going to put my name on it, say it's a think piece, design it how I want to and just put it out there under below the surface. And I did that. And that was amazing. Like Converse, like picked that up and like put it on their website. Sick. Yeah. Nice. And then I was like, all right, let's do another mag because once again, coronavirus was still around. <laughs> still around. <laughs> it was still around. Um, this time I wanted to really explore what happens when like black people exist and function in white spaces. So this time I chose 12 people, the same three questions, but it started off with like a statement um, and then a question. And that was powerful. I think that's to date, that's the favorite, most favorite thing I've done because um, – yeah, just it's, it was just something special about asking people who wouldn't usually comment on these things, yeah. like microaggression and stuff like that. Um, that magazine ended up at Parkfield Juvenile Center. Like the staff oh, picked wow. it up. Whoa. Yeah, they printed them off and had a conversation with like the guys about like racism, oh. you know? And that was like, whoa, for me as well. And then the, the event came along because like I just wanted to create a vision board myself this year. I'm like, I want to be really intentional about what I do. And then I think my heart, like my mind, it's naturally geared towards community and like collaboration because when I thought about doing a vision board, I'm like, all right, cool. Which of my friends do I want to do this with? That's just like my natural thought, you know? And I'm like, actually, why not do this with even more people? Like, why not experiment with collective intention? Let's just run it through below the surface, you know? Mm -hmm. The below the surface is that thing that's just allowing like me a channel, to... It's, much it's a channel. It just allows sick. me to explore the world around me, respond to it in any way that I want. It allows me to collaborate with people. It, it's really like where social justice and creative expression meet, mm -hmm. basically. So, yeah. How was that? How was running like your first event pretty much? Yeah. Man, I should say one thing very clearly. No successful event, no successful person without a team. Like there's, yeah, that wouldn't have come together if I didn't have the team that I did around me. The people like carrying me and helping me through the process. That was hectic. Like there's just putting on an event, like there are certain things you just can't do until the last day or the last few days. And therefore you're just running around and you're just... <laughs> 
It was stressful, but until the moment it came together, when it came together, I was just like, this is beautiful. Mm. I really had to just enjoy it. Like I had no, there was no other option because it was all done at that point. Mm. Yeah. Are you doing a second one? Um, <laughs> That's an exclusive, yeah. exclusive. <laughs> I definitely want to do, so I think the, the thing is I like the whole networking thing um, plus something else. Yeah. So in this case, it was like vision board making, but I can't necessarily just put that on again. So like, cause, cause, yeah, we just, yeah, we just, yeah. We just wrote a vision <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And 2021's happening. But definitely like, yeah, it'll be maybe like a workshop plus networking or, you know, I'm still thinking about yeah, it, yeah. not like forcing I think that's anything. the thing. It's always yeah. taking that breather afterwards. It's True. like, there's no point. Oh, that was good. People like that. I bet. Let me get on to the next one. Right as well, it's just like yeah. full you know, run with it when it's like yeah, people actually want this maybe over time. Exactly. Something. Exactly. It's nice yeah, it's to like, like when you do a two event and everyone's like, yo, so when's our next one coming? Yeah. And then now like it's kind of under pressure in a way where it's like you got to come up with something, mm-hmm. something again, you know? Exactly. I mean? Yeah. When you're saying like you interviewed black people in white spaces, right? Is that like a black software engineer working at a Telstra or something? Or is that is that kind of thing? Or? Um, so basically what I did is like, I just picked, um, so it was 12 um, African Australians basically. Right. And I didn't necessarily pay attention to where they work or where they do school or anything. <clears throat> I just, it's already an assumption almost that you exist in a predominantly white space when you're in Australia, right. in, in a lot of cases, I guess. And so it was just me, um, I guess I can even we can use the phone, you know. I'll just get I'll get yeah, the on. I'll get the yeah, question. Yeah, I'll show yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. Just so the same three questions, not the same three questions that you asked um during the beginning of um like the first edition. Yeah, so or the exact same ones oh, from no, that. Yeah, this is different. different. Yeah, but so the people got asked the same three. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the first the first magazine was called Quarantine Edition and asked those yeah, what yeah, are you doing true. in isolation? What are you grateful for in light of coronavirus? And um what are some words of encouragement? Then the next um, magazine was. Did um, you? But before, you, did yeah. you have answers for that as well? Oh yeah, absolutely, uh. absolutely. <laughs> um, and then, so this was the second one, when black meets white. And so the first one was like, whiteness is often falsely tied to being articulate, well educated, and diplomatic. What are your thoughts and experiences with you this? You wanted answers. Yeah, I answers. wanted your thoughts. <laughs> I wanted your yeah, experiences. Discuss. <laughs> discuss. <laughs> Ten marks. She said, I want to take a battle. This is at the end of the, of the whole exam, man. <laughs> I said, here's some homework. <laughs> bro, this is the one where you know you, sh- bro, you shake all of the uh, multiple choices. Like, bro, hell Mary for this last question. Yeah, no, no, I can write. Yo. Oh, yeah. that's what you yeah. hit the moment. Okay, hey, did you guys finish question three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, with, 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 with all of these questions, what oh, conclusions man. were you able Didn't to draw? Let's finish laughing, bro. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, girls don't know how to laugh. Didn't let me finish laughing, bro. I was like, anyways. And then you guys laughed for a bit too long. That's why I was ready to. Oh, man. Nah, it's all right. So, yeah, what conclusions were you able to draw from these questions? Yeah, so just before I answer that, I'll read out the next two. Yeah, no, so so the next one was existing comfortably and advancing in white environments can sometimes depend on your ability to assimilate in that environment. So what are your thoughts and Come experiences with that? <laughs> and then the last one was black people are challenged every day by microaggressions. What are your thoughts and experiences? So this was very like the thoughts obviously is now concept ideas relating to this is what I was looking for. But then the experiences is that anecdotal side of things whereby I'm, 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 expecting to see different things from all of you because yeah. we all have different like lived experiences yeah, 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 yeah. what i realize is like i mean microaggressions are so prominent like w- i think more than the um sort of like 
um, really forward like, like racism. racism. Mm. Out, yeah, we're we're really experiencing that subtle racism here in in Australia, and that's something that that was a recurring sort of theme that I picked up from the responses. Um, another one would probably be the code switching. Like <laughs> people would talk about how often they have to code switch um, depending on the environments that we're in. Code so some, you're gonna have to break down these yeah. words. Oh yeah. So you know how like it might even just be the slang or the uh, language oh, you yeah. use just to fit into that white space, you That's know? Or That's enjoyable. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good switch. Code switching. Yeah, hey, Loki. You need to have good ability to do that. You, you think? do. Okay. Uh, right. Let's talk Shoot about that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Should you have to? Should exactly. Now we could. We can't just respond for we just should. Your personality. Okay, yeah. Let's Maybe not in this context in which you're saying it, but in context in terms of when I'm when I'm chilling with my, you know, my friends from the hood. Yeah, yeah. You already started. I'm using I'm using like certain you know slangs and everything. Yeah. And then the moment that I'm with a different group. It's like, okay, cool. I got to change up the way I talk to these guys. I yeah. can't use those slangs with these guys here, yeah. right? Like we have slangs, yeah. right? We talk a certain way, but I know I can't talk that way Outside to of this, space. this uh, certain group. Okay, Even the jokes and everything. I can't yeah. crack the same jokes here mm. with these guys. Yeah. You know what's hard about that? So that's being able to adapt though. Sort of, because there is an element of it where it's like, is it necessary? Mm. But then there's the other side of it. It's like, what's your EQ? Because- mm. It, to yeah. me, it shows high EQ. Yeah. If you're able to walk into a room full of these people you know or a room full of older people yeah. or a room you know full of white people or black people, whatever, and you can get you along with everyone. Get along with it because you're able it's to like, switch up in a true. way. I see know. it as smart. Yeah. But I also see it as like, it's kind of sad in a way that people have to dull their personalities. Yeah. It, it's sad when it's the way that you get accepted. Yeah, and I think it's only sad or it's a shame in certain contexts because it's mm. like when you're going from one group of friends to kick it and then to another mm. to kick it, it's just enjoyment. You're enjoying yourself. But when you're existing in a workspace you where you have job. to perform yeah, yeah, yeah. and you have to like prove yourself, because um, you know what you're saying is true. Like you should be able to code switch. You should be able to change the way you address yeah. people a little bit or whatever. But I think when you're having to when you have an accent, because this is one of the things, it's like your English, your level of English could be so, you could be so competent, you could be really good, but because you have an accent, it appears as if you're not as competent. And that's the issue, because in corporate yeah. spaces or in certain white spaces, you will be um, perceived as almost dumb or, right. or less less smart because of because of that. And that's another recurring thing that yeah. came up. And yeah. I have a split personality. Huh? Was it? It's almost split personality But it kind of, okay, there's levels, yeah, because it can create that from pe for people, you know, like mm, actually yeah, losing yeah, who you yeah. feel you are yeah. or losing yourself in some yeah. settings because yeah, of yeah. how, like, you, <laughs> how you, um, used, how used, how, how do you say it? How used to it that you are. Yeah, used to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, how used to it that you are. That sounds so weird. <laughs> but how, how often you have Maybe to, like, you change, you know? What I was going to say, what I was going to say, yeah, like, um, I have a friend, right, that um, he, he's not, he's not black, yeah, um, but he's from a different, um, like, um, background, yeah? And his accent was what kind of stopped him from some certain opportunities, right? Like you said, mm. English is perfectly fine, right? Mm. But the accent in terms of the people that were like either assessing this certain thing he was doing yeah. or, um, yeah, yeah, the assessors, I'll call them. Like that was the main thing. Oh, we, we don't get your communication. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I fully get exactly what this yeah. guy is saying, yeah? But then I was, I, was, I was like looking at it from the side of, is it because that I've had to be someone who's able to 
mesh with different types of people mm. that has given me this ability to like actually understand it. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, it kind of really just comes down to, do you have the time or the exactly. patience to give this person the platform to say what they're trying to say? Because I feel like people, like you said, yeah. if they already have that perception or like that preconceived like notion in their mind, yeah. they shut someone down straight away. Definitely. And it's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm not even ready it's to hear you sad. out. Kind and of that's thing. why it's about it changing the perception before they even encounter that person. So it's like, you know, we need to do work in the background to like change that perception. If someone has an accent, still tune in because yeah. they're, they're, you know, they're yeah. speaking yeah. like, like all of that. They, yeah. yeah, like it's just, yeah, yeah. But a lot of other things came up. It was more like, you know how we're tokenized in these white spaces and as a result, maybe we're getting a lot more attention for our hair. We're getting asked unnecessary questions. Oh, you are going to rub We're being made uncomfortable. Like, you know, things like that. I think, um, I think some black people just can't be bothered with that. Like we are subjected yeah. to a certain experience when we step out of the house because of who we are. Yeah. And because of who we are in this place. And it's not necessarily a thing we can't manage or we, a thing we don't understand the context or the reasons for. But it's just a thing we need to explore and talk about because it's our experience, you know? Yeah. It's tough as well. Like for people that like, if you don't, like let's say you're a white person, right? Or mm. whatever race really. And you don't spend time with, for this example, black woman yeah right, specifically okay and so you're like you're not used to the different hairstyles whatever but you're genuinely like curious and like that is cool or yes. that is whatever right or how do you do how that? do you distinguish yeah. that space huh? it's like because for example right now i used to so i grew up in the middle east a lot of my friends yeah. were scottish right right and so for like formal events whatever they would yeah so international school all this kind of thing <laughs> yes. in my head, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of british scottish whatever yeah and so for formal events a lot of them would wear their kilt mm-hmm. right and it's like every time out of genuine curiosity and like interest, mm. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. You end up yeah. talking about it, right? So it's like, where do you go? That's tokenizing someone. Yeah. As opposed to, it's just taking an interest you know, in you're, your thing. You're right. And that's your, because it's sometimes yeah. very sincere for yeah. someone to show interest um, or fascination. Fascination. About, you know, your, yeah, that one, I didn't <laughs> like that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to show interest in what they see, because at the end of the day, we come from different backgrounds mm. and we have, yeah, different parts of us that the other might not have seen or experienced. I just think that in my experience, I have a lot of patience actually for people who show interest and ask questions about who I am. It's as long as it's sincere yeah, though. Yeah, and I course. think you can just feel it. Like you can feel when someone's just like yeah. looking at you no, as some- it's, it's true. People, I think black people are done being looked at as some exotic experience or yeah. some exotic person because it's just like, do you know what I mean though? Like, not, it's not, it's, um, we're amazing. Say we're, you're not exotic. We're different. Say my people are not exotic. Like, <laughs> you want to like, own it. Like, like you should or, know by yeah. now, like braids, come on. You know, you yeah, know what these nah, are? You don't know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like right at this point, surely, surely like you know, what I mean, it's not that crazy for you to still be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah people yeah, still yeah. don't know. Yeah. So, where does uh, this mentality come from in terms of you being interested in this area? Mm. Yeah, no, because even while you've been question. talking, I'm like, yo, the way you're even just describing you just use someone, keywords. just yo, this is what an examiner's looking <laughs> very, for. Very, very. The way yeah, you're yeah. even just describing how people <laughs> are articulating, uh, it's like I'm looking for narrative, the nuances, all of them ones. I'm like, you really be looking into this like yeah. writing thing, like yeah. this whole. Where, when did it start? How did it start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What made you kind of say? This is something I want to explore. Mm. I think I've always been someone who's um, an. I'm an, a natural advocate, and I'm someone who my okay. My dad. Let's let's take it all the way back. My yeah, dad. How about you give the credit to the, Yeah, yeah. Let's give it all. <laughs> my dad's a, a diplomat. A, like he's so into po- like polit- politics. Yeah. Um, 
law, social justice, and um, I watched the way my parents. Is that I what guess, he does for a living, sir? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched the way my parents like served the community in a way, like um, in different ways growing up. And I just always admired that. And then that in combination with my love for people and mm. communicating. Because I actually, like I was saying, I, I went on to study law like after high school because I actually believed that was the way to exercise my love mm. for social justice yeah, yeah. before I realised there are so many, yeah, so yeah, many so other ways. Yeah. Exactly. So um, it's always been in me. It's just it was a matter of um, time before I found out the way through which I wanted to exercise that. And yeah, it's okay. actually um, when I left law, I still wanted to study. So I transferred into a social science degree. So I'm just about to finish that. It's like a behavioral studies, Congrats. social science. Well, I've been a student for way too long, <laughs> like way too long. Um, and yeah, it just, I also had a big back injury in 2018. Yeah, serious spinal injury. So that kind of re, like, well, first it slowed, like forced me to slow down and then it guided my path. And it was through that time that I ended up having the courage to leave law and finding this degree and then finding this media space and realizing that um, I can be a thought leader in media and just draw from what, I'm, what I've learned from my degree and exercise that in this space, you know? I don't mind me asking, what, how did you get the back injury? Yeah, the, um, no, I don't mind. Like, so I was actually, it was, so it was 2018 for context. In 2017, I took a gap year off uni because that's when I was like, all right, two and a half years oh, into like this. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half years. Six years, man. Like <laughs> arts and law. Yeah, six years. It was two and a half years in. And I'm like, yeah. I, I was really starting to clock. Like if I commit yeah. to this, like I don't think I'm going to be happy. I think I'm yeah. going to be miserable um, because I just, you know, it's the lifestyle as well that you're setting yeah, yourself yeah, up yeah, to yeah, live. Yeah, like you sure. have to, I looked at the industry, the people, law, how methodical it is, how it doesn't allow you yeah. to like exercise your creative mind. I'm like, no way. <laughs> Am I locking myself into this deal? Also, like, you know? That amount of time dedicated to something you almost can't switch. Like in your brain after you're like, screw it, this is what it is. Exactly. And I, I could feel I was at that point yeah. where, okay, I can make a decision to step out now, but if I keep going further, just you're going to have to go all the way, girl. You're going to have to go all the way. <laughs> Literally. So I was just like, all right, I'm not going to tell my parents I'm taking this gap here to really leave law. I'm just I'm just leaving for a little bit. I need a break, mom and dad. Yeah, it's yeah. a six-year degree. I deserve a break, you know? Yeah. But deep down, I was like, okay, I'll use this year to figure it out. Yeah. So I go traveling to like Europe with high school friends for like seven, eight weeks, come back, um, get a full-time job for the first time in September of 2017, worked at Telstra Business all the way up until February 2018. I planned a trip to Thailand. Um, so I was getting ready to go to this trip. This is like a week leading up oh, to man. it. So what happened was, is I was working in the office full-time and I just, it started off with like a pain in my, in my leg, like literally just a weird pain in my leg that I didn't understand. And I'm like, this is weird. It's not like a muscle pain. It's, it's just different. Tingling kind of yeah, or? tingling. And I'm like, okay. Um, mind you, I'm like 20, 21 at the time. So I don't have much understanding. Of, like I didn't do well in P or <laughs> sorry, the, the, yeah, the health. Yeah, 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 all those ones, yeah. Ones, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I should probably be wise. Just rugal you know? my toes, surely. You know, I'll be right. Just rugal my toes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's not the left arm. <laughs> 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 I was just like, I'll do the right thing and I'll check it out. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, you're yeah. smart. Yeah, we're back. Like, I'll do the right thing, you know. So I went to the hospital. Um, it just made sense for me to go to the hospital because I was in the city. I was yeah. like, go to the hospital, check it out, see what, what's up. I go there and then wait in the ED. They see me. They ask me a few questions. They're just examining me. Emergency, emergency department. department. <laughs> 
The terms, the keywords. Hey, I'm telling you, she gave a keywords now. Not, uh, not sorry, nah, I thought it was erectile dysfunction. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what does this have to do with anything? I, I went to what? the ED. That's the only thing I've ever heard of, but yeah, emergency oh, department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, ED. So, um, and then they assessed me, they asked me a few questions and, you know, me trying to understand what I was going through. I'm also talking back to the doctor being like, like I did two dance classes like two weeks ago because I stopped exercising for a while and then I decided to get fit again. I decided to get fit again. So I go to two dance classes. It happens two weeks later. I don't think it was that related in the end, but um, they're like, yeah, you know what? This, I think this is DOMS, which is delayed on set muscle soreness um you're fine but they did ask like do you have back pain and i'm like no i've never had back pain in my life like so no (laughs) um and so yeah anyways i go they're like you're fine cool two days pass it's thursday my trip's on saturday i'm like oh something's not right you know your intuition yeah yeah, you're deep down was it hurting at that point it's that once again it's that sensation but it was just that lack of understanding for why this sensation was you know in the end it was sciatica so it's nerve yeah so i'm like like, oh no you you explain um so then what happened was i'm like all right thursday two days to go you know what let's go back one more time yeah one more time just to be all clear clear. exactly so i'm like maybe it'll have more power if i go back to the same place that i went to because you know i can say i was here two days ago i'm back again so i do that go and see them this time i'm actually asking like are there any tests that you guys can do sort of thing and then yeah they examine me again they're like you're fine like you're, yeah, you're literally fine. Nah. I'm like, great. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. off. So I go to Thailand. Um, oh, you went on the plane? Yeah, okay, because that's two, like. What do you mean? Because I was going to say, can yeah, that mess you up? Yeah. Like, altitude. Absolutely. It messed that. me up. That mess, yeah, that messes how you up. The story gets worse. Oh, Because you know, yeah, you know, you go on play. Ah. Yeah, it's, it's bad. So, and mind you, if it's a back thing, you shouldn't be sitting shouldn't for eight hours. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. So, and mind you, it was me and my other girl like and i was i was being that girl was like ah, i'll do the lifting i'll put the luggage up yeah. i got you sis you know yeah. strong yeah mind you my back you, my back oh, anyway no. so i do that i'm getting worse every day and i'm even like researching every single day but there's also that pressure of like you know Keep it, keeping up yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you've only got one friend here you don't want to ruin the trip you've planned this for so long um I literally came to the conclusion that I either pinched a nerve, yeah. did my hip or did my back because the symptoms were suggesting that, you know? And I'm like, whoa, I'm in Thailand. Like, I just want to get home. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. not, I'm not trying to really be like looked after yeah, here, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I went quad biking in the jungle. Wow. Before yeah, I really okay. came to that conclusion, I was killing <laughs> myself. <laughs> I was really killing myself. Tricks and everything. This is a yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, and then, and then by the end of the day, you'd see me like lying <laughs> Like not understanding what's happening. Straight Patrick style. Friends, I literally were doing a sunbathing. It was like getting worse. It was getting worse. And then what happened was, is a week into my trip on Saturday, I was rushed to hospital. This time, I was literally just getting ready for bed. Um, I was brushing my teeth, and then I started to feel like a like it felt like there was a ton of bricks on my back. And I'm like, 
all right, all right, chill, 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 let's chill, chill. <laughs> Yo, Casper, yeah, chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, chill, 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 all right, let's just sit down. I'm sure if you sit down, it'll be okay, you, you know? Better, yeah. So I sit down, and then I'm like, whew, these bricks, they're still, they're <laughs> still heavy. feeling heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's let's lie down, because hopefully when I lie down, you know, all the weight's off my bricks. body. <laughs> I shouldn't feel anything. Yeah. So I lie down, and I was, it wasn't better. This oh, is when I knew no. something has given yeah. at this point, you know? And so now I start crying because <laughs> I'm just like, I was so strong for one week. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm being rushed to hospital, get rushed to hospital. They literally put me on a bed in the um, waiting room in at Patong Beach Hospital, which is the Sheesh. local hospital. Morphine me up right there and then because I was bad. Really, Green really whistle as well? What's that? Did they give you the little green whistle oh. that finishes you? No. Oh, no, no. They just they literally put it in. <laughs> they just injected it. Injected it. And they yeah. left me high there in front of people. They my said, we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, Carlos. Oh, no. yes. And then I, I just remember, because I was completely oh, sedated. Wow. And I remember my friend Linda, I think she was a bit frustrated because we weren't getting much help. Yeah. She's like, is anyone going to help? Like, no, no, no. And I just remember being like, because I'm like, I can assert myself in the yeah. right yeah. moments. Yeah. Um, I was trying to. I'm like, Linda. <laughs> Linda. Linda, <laughs> listen. I wasn't saying anything. But um, yeah, I was transferred to an international hospital the next day. And then like, I was hospitalized for 10 days because it was bad. Because I didn't have, I did my back so bad. Because all the other discs were trying to compensate for what was happening. And then by the time. compression, huh? Yeah, by the time. And the nerve, well, the the leg pain was because in my L5 S1 disc, the lowest disc, there was, it was pushing on the nerves. And we have like. And that's the one that runs all all the way down. Exactly. We're getting into science, yeah? Daniel. Now, I want to ask questions like, what kind of nerve it was? (laughs) (laughs) Really test it. No, but yeah. And then, so when I did a lot more research, later I understood that you know I didn't actually have to have the back pain for you to yeah. to you didn't need to rule that out it was yeah. much a possibility that I had a back issue when I was presenting those symptoms mm. to you but anyways we had to get over that part of them not picking it up because I came home and I was home ridden for like three months my goodness wow. yeah it was really bad I really went wow. through it and like but it was also a blessing in disguise I guess because it it just it really forced me to slow down yeah. like I was in that period of my life once again gap year traveling yeah. like everywhere energy for wow. life could be doing anything would do everything and you had lockdown before we had lockdown <laughs> literally <laughs> no literally no, literally, yeah. I uh, two two questions. First one, if you don't want to answer, you don't have to. Mm. Like, do you start like if, like do you feel that sometimes, or are you like fully good now? Oh no, I'm still dealing with it. I'm still uh, treating it. Yeah. Right. And the second one, how was being like down for three months when you're here on your mental health as well? Yeah, I guess um, you said like I already had my own lockdown. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think um, it was really hard for me because. Like previous to that happening, I was I, I still am that person that really expresses myself through movement, my energy, the way I connect with people, dancing. Dancing was a big one. And so when that was taken away from me, I feel like um, I didn't even know. I was like, oh, the thing that I use to express yeah. myself has been taken away. Who am I? Like, who am I? <laughs> yeah. You know? And so it was really hard because there's also like I'm a young woman. I haven't even had my kids. You're thinking about all these yeah, things. No. Like I'm dealing with an injury that old people, you know, yeah. deal yeah. with. So it was, it was really, it was, I was fighting miserability, but at the same time, like the, that diamond process, I feel like I went through that because the mental strength that I, um, me even having to rely on God, like turn back to my faith, um, just, you know, kind of interrogate what I really wanted to do. It really put me on my path, I guess, sooner in a way. It was a blessing, but it's also, it's, it's a tough yeah, thing, yeah, you know? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
Do you guys yeah. feel like, because this is, it's, it's kind of like a commonality, I feel like, in this human experience here. Like, whenever someone wants to mention, you know, this was a pivotal moment where mm. I kind of got clarity in this mm. or I, I, I became more aware of where I wanted to head in this, it's always surrounded around a time pain, of, like, time pain, struggle, Trouble. and, yeah, like, yeah. Absolutely. being down. You know what I mean? Like, pressure. Yeah, yeah. So was, you know what exactly. I mean? It's like, and you felt, yo, real, real, yeah. physically, and like everything. Because there's a yeah. mental, because it's psychological component too. Because it's like, all right, you can't see that I'm dealing with nerve pain, which is like, it comes in many forms. It can be a tickle in your leg, it can be a deep tissue pain, it can be a pinch. But it's like, I'm not bleeding, so you, you're not gonna, you're not gonna show me any sympathy. You're not even gonna know if I'm going through it. So I actually have to just push myself, you know, yeah. as I'm here like I'm not currently going through that yeah. but you know that would be the, the case and I guess because of that I had to really develop my mental strength and um I've taken that with me and it, it's it's definitely transferable you know in, in so many other parts of your life so definitely. it is a blessing but I agree with you I think that um it's those moments that force you to really figure out who you are because it's like you yeah you don't know until you're kind of you know pushed into a corner and for me it was like I'm already sunk so it's just like I can either stay sunk or I can just, you know, do the little things that I can to just keep, you know, like fighting this in the ways that I can. Yeah. Because it's like, that's when you've been tested, like, mm. for real. It's like, how much do you really moments, want this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, crushing, crushing moments. moments. <laughs> Love saying it. Crushing moments. That's your crushing <laughs> moment. Nah, I wouldn't, yeah, crushing moments. Come on. Yeah, give us the dance. Why not? Just, you know, when you've been crushed, it's like now it's like, you know, you're forced to think, you're forced to, mm. you know, do things mm. and that's when you've been tested it's like how much do you really want this well what mm. i was going to ask you all is like do you think people can gain that clarity without going through this type of a moment though like do people because i remember i had this conversation Ooh, with one of my friends question. like um this back in the day so we we're having some interesting convos in year eight yeah. <laughs> it's like year eight year nine nice. <laughs> we're one of my friends we all beefing back and forth about this topic i was like he's talking about like yeah no nah, people need to go through stuff to be able to have impact in this world and like mm. you know if you don't go through anything, then you're really not doing it. You know, you're not doing, you're not mm. going to do anything impactful or, um, or effective. And I was like, bro, surely people can have that easy. Like surely there's those people that actually, sometimes it's, it's easy it's path, yeah. and they like, can you still gain that within that space of like ease? It's subjective though. Cause it's like, what's easy, what's hard is different. hundred percent. Yeah, 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 it's true. Right? That's so true. It's like, let's say you've had a life that I would consider easy. Like let's say you grew up in Brighton or one mm. of those areas, right? And mm. so money's always there and everything's always there, whatever. But then there's like, you go through a whatever moment that's like, oh, the time I crashed my car, I had to work out how to do it. That might be a really tough moment for mm. you, right? To me, I'd be like, mm, I mean, that's not the worst thing that can happen. Mm. But then for them, it's like, that might be the moment that, triggers something for them right I, yeah i agree with that and i think like sometimes that pivotal moment they're talking about it maybe maybe it's that not everyone has to have it because some people yeah, some people, people have an insane have exactly level of discipline even to just yeah, yeah, really yeah. hone in on like their purpose and yeah. figure it out um but i think in terms of impact i think that it does serve a purpose to have like gone through something because you're now able to relate yeah. to yeah. a number of people yeah. and their lived experience and and then speak to them and you know what I mean so I think like yeah for those who were once upon a time you know addicts and and were able to overcome that it makes sense that they're the ones that are probably in a better position to really meet the Absolutely. addict at their so, level and you know rather than the person who's never seen it never touched it trying to step and into that it, world yeah now. exactly so I think yeah I agree because yeah. it's like you can you can have two people, one who has gone through 
hardship and then someone who hasn't gone through hardship do the same like job do the same task mm. but it's like where the heart lies you know behind mm. it as well it's like their intention it's like yeah the relatability and I think relatability, that's the biggest yeah. thing it's like if I come to someone who has been an addict it's like okay they can actually talk me through practical things because they've been exactly. through it whereas someone who just read it from like a textbook you know right and it's like you can actually feel the difference from both exactly. which is yeah it, it is pretty interesting but yeah that's also something that I've always thought about it's like does everyone have to have to go through a low point in order for them to, you know, mm. come and have their have have their come up afterwards? Yeah. But necessarily not really. Right. Not really. Not for everything, I don't believe. Yeah. And it just depends on what your what your purpose is. And maybe sure. depending on what that thing is, um, you needed to have that experience to enhance your ability to do that that thing yeah. or your purpose. So like I don't know. I, I definitely have moments where I'm just like, but no, I don't want this though. Yeah. Like, God, take it. I yeah, don't want yeah. it. Like, <laughs> I've had many, many moments actually of where I'm like, this isn't fair actually. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess there's just, um, above all, I'm, I'm just grateful because I am blessed. I am walking. I am, yeah. I am happy. I am healthy. Yeah. I, got, like, I do like those moments though. You like it. You like it once you've come out of the moment. I like it because now it's like I'm really forced to find another way. Mm. And you, you know what I mean. Like it's, and that's to be honest. That's why you know I'm where where I'm at right mm. now yeah. is because I've been forced to be like, okay, cool. This is not there anymore. What are you gonna do now? I did hear um, Andy Minio say once on the Work in Progress podcast about like um, sometimes confinement actually actually he didn't say sometimes he said confinement breeds creativity because it's like oh, yeah. you're put in a certain kind of box and it's mm-hmm. like you have your to figure out. out figure out your way exactly. out, bro. Yeah. It's eat or be eaten right now, so figure out. Yeah, exactly. And we don't have like you saw like life's pace is so fast. Mm-hmm. Like when coronavirus right. happened, I think we were able to have that perspective really because we're like, whoa. We're running around in this rat race, man. Yeah, we man. are no, busy right. people, yeah. you know. And yeah. so, like, if I think a lot of people would agree that that time, because we have that food, shelter, healthcare, that time to be at home, um, which is to do things differently, really served a really strong purpose for so many people. How many different initiatives happened last year? Yeah, or, sure. You know, people felt encouraged and inspired to do things. Exactly. And I think it's because we don't spend enough time with ourselves. Mm. I can't even say confidently that I spent enough time with myself previous to the injury. I was running around everywhere, you know, like, and so I think it's the reflection part. It's the introspection that actually creates the magic for a lot of people um, is listening to your thoughts, your hearts and like your heart and taking, yeah, tuning in sort of thing. Yeah. I was going to say, so what's like your long-term goal with people? How you, like, what do you plan to do with that? You trying to, Reunite people, but how do you plan to do that? Yeah, basically, mm. what's your goal with that? With people specifically. Yeah. I guess, um, well, relating to my back injury, one thing I'm really passionate about is actually um, educating people about the importance to preserve your back health. Because just like we don't learn about like financial literacy, um, you know, and things in high school that are really important to learn, one thing is it's very important to preserve your back health. I did like gymnastics for for seven years, athletics. I was a very sporty kid. I love sport. And this happened to me, you know, like that showed me I'm not invincible. And it was actually like little habits, like your posture, the the quality of your mattress, the quality of your pillow, everything. The quality of your pillow, because like your spine literally starts below your skull, you know? So it's like, and your discs, 
have like they degenerate yeah. like the reason why it's normal for old people to experience back pain and stuff is because over time we have discs and it's like bone disc bone disc bone so disc and the disc okay. has like a gel stuff in it so it's like that acts as like a shock absorber lets you yeah, turn yeah. twist and over time um they actually degenerate you lose that and structure yeah the bone and bone so if you if you're encouraging that with like bad posture you're yeah. you know yeah. rather than like staying like this or stretching stretching is the most it's powerful important. thing yeah, for your is. back health and it's yeah. just like i'm mind blown that mm. we don't know yeah you know what i mean and like i want people to know because it's like yeah. it's we have to do it now to look after ourselves we don't have to have a bad back at 50 yeah, necessarily yeah. if we do do things but that's just that's just that that's with related to my experience yeah. Yeah. um People-wise, in general, I, I figured out I wanted to do all of this because I really simplified like things. I'm like, what do I love? I just love people and I love talking and I love social justice. And so it's just, yeah, I love to collaborate. I love community. Um, I'm currently working for the Brimbank City Council on like a gambling harm prevention campaign. So um, that's really cool. Like I've still always, as much as I'm trying to build my career as like a host, presenter and stuff like this, I've still always been in the community. Like, okay. I don't know how much you can talk about this because it is your work, I guess, than the gambling stuff. But then I'm, I'm always so conflicted with like, like Australia has a massive issue, right? Yeah, More yeah. than most countries, I think, yeah. right? But it's like, it's a weird thing that it destroys so many families, destroys so many lives, all this kind of thing. But then it's advertised on TV so much. Yeah. Exactly. Right, with the, just a the stupid like little disclaimer at the end, like, hey, by the way, if you need help, get help. Do you know why? Right? Because it's private. So like Perky's machines are private. Okay. So, yeah. Then what about cigarettes? Why is uh, okay. that? You can't advertise any cigarettes. You can't put imagery on the boxes. You like, is it not the same lin like line of? Um, I both addictive I in nature. They're definitely you know both mean? addictive. They're addictive differently. Of course, um, one affects your health. Yes, and yeah, exactly. One affects your health, and the other one breaks down like things Some in the background. And exactly, and I think I actually don't have an answer for that. Yeah. If I'm being honest, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but um, like I know, I know that gambling is seriously an issue, yeah. and it's and it's being perpetuated by private owned like businesses, and that's why there's a lot of government funding to address it. Um, but mm. Pokies, it's just really, it's deadly. It's like, it's just very manipulative. It's yeah. not, they, you don't even, you don't control your wins even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the music is hypnotic. <laughs> it's like, there's so much really? to it. Yeah. The music in the background, yeah. Yeah. one more time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, do, 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 no windows, no clocks. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like you're in the, you're at the fair or something. Yeah. No. No, no windows, no clocks, so you can't tell time. That's so facts. That really does draw you in. That's the type of music that they play, isn't it? Because you think about a carnival, yeah? When, yeah, you're looking at, bro, it does draw you in. It does, and these are all like intentional tactics. So we had to, the first part of this project, because it's a 12 month wow. project and it's a huge community project. Yeah. And we had to do first learn about the issue, like, right. and then obviously go focus groups. So go into the community and yeah. start talking to people about what it looks like in their community. Yeah. And so we're focusing on like the Vietnamese communities, the South Sudanese and um, the broader African community, um, the South Pacifica community. And yeah, so in Brimbank specifically, and that's because that's where there's a high demographic yeah. of those people. Um, there are 13 venues where Pokies is played and 11- oh, within that? Yeah, wow. council. And then 11 of them are sp like 
placed in like low socioeconomic Whoa. corners. Keeps you in the cycle. Keeps you in the cycle. No and then way. there's other things. It's like you walk in there, it's a very friendly place, inviting. Yeah. It's, they look after you, the security. Yeah. So if you have issues at home or your it's mental health. It's an escape even sometimes. It's an escape. Just it's just, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They look after you, give you free coffee, tea. They set you up. Now all you yeah, got to you do win. is lose your money. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, isn't it crazy people like literally throw away their whole life just doing this? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's the anticipation because yeah. we've had people so exactly, yeah. and you you actually addicted in this case to the anticipation of winning. Mm. It's not the win. Yeah. It's not even the win. It's, it's not it's the, the win, win. and yeah. that's what you know really yeah. kills yeah. people. Yeah. And we're speaking to real life people who yeah. were addicted for ten years, people who had divorces as yeah. a result of their gambling yeah. addiction. A guy just um, who got out of prison recently because he got involved in criminal activity um, as a result of it. Yeah, wow. So it's breaking down families. Yeah, it's breaking yeah, down the community. Right. And it's a very taboo topic. Like we don't know who's, you know. I was going to say, do you guys feel, we have a real problem with conversation, I think, nowadays. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm saying necessarily Australia mm. or even, I don't know if it's the world in general, but we have a real proper co- uh, problem with like, yeah, conversation and conversation with like real people. Yeah. And you mentioned something about before, um, about trying to be like a thought leader. Thought leader. Mm. And I was like, that's that's actually really um that's an interesting kind of um phrase. Right. Because I feel like a lot of people are actually like we instead of being thought leaders that generate new kind of thoughts mm-hmm. or different ways to look at things, people kind of follow the same kind of concept. That's right. Yeah. And it's like the people that are actually going to spark these different thoughts or different um experiences as well are the people that just actually don't get their voices to be heard. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like the people that don't get looked at the people that you have someone that's representing this whole exactly population or community demographic but they don't speak for all the five thousand different types of people within that kind Thank of space you. you know what i'm saying that's it's like, what below the surface is also about yeah, the magazine yeah, yeah. it's like number of people and let's talk about the same thing yeah in, in 12 times yeah because yeah. nah, there's there's definitely um worth in that and it's mm. like I think we really need to kind of like look into that, like moving forward, because that's why I always, I get confused and I'm like, yo, does the world want to be good sometimes? <laughs> like, do we want to succeed? Yo, do we want world. to? Cause I feel like, I feel like people kind of, cause there's, there's solutions to things, you know, yeah. they're out there. We all know the solutions to certain different things and issues and problems, but I just feel like we don't want that. It'll throw everything mm. off balance. You can't, yeah. we it can't have really, a world that's well, just but good. The reality like is once you mess up people's money at the top, yeah. you, you, you're not allowed to do that. Like, like mm. as soon as it's your suggestion is going to mess up someone's yeah, mind. Yeah, exactly. You can't do hey, that. buddy, buddy, slow oh, down. Hey, hey, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. The question yeah. is, who's the bad guy in this whole thing, right? Because they're doing things that they know is going to break down families, break you, and mm. so on, right? It's like, oh, you're the bad guy. But at the same time, it's like- Survival of the first. The door's open for yeah, you Yeah, it's an option. In. Yeah. It's it's one of those things, you free will, I mean? you know? It's like That's we're exposed to so many environments yeah. that we could technically step into and do things- um, that could lead us to places, but we choose not to. And it's just like, it's unfair because we're you're dealing with like vulnerable people in certain instances. But once again, they still have free will. So it's kind of just like, it's, we it's could be tough. more mindful as a society about the things that we expose, you know, vulnerable people yeah. to. And that's also part of the issue, you know. It's but tough because honestly, it happens, you know, where this person selling drugs and then they sell to, you know, let's say they sell to my brother and then my brother goes to him and then I go to him and say, hey, yo, bro, why are you selling drugs for? He's so a big like man. That person came, came to me. me. So yeah. it's like, he's a guy that's selling the drugs. Yeah. Is he, can I say he's the bad guy in yeah. this situation? I'm only mad at him because of the damage that he's able to do yeah. around yeah. the people that yeah. I love, yeah. Yeah. right? Exactly. 
it's weird the also the thinking behind the people that are doing the bad stuff when it comes to that. I remember hearing Malice from the clips, so Push T's brother mm. yeah. was talking about like when he was selling drugs and he got his brother into it and through their cousin and whatnot. And he was like, I would sell to literally anyone or anyone's mom or anyone. He's like, because if I don't sell to them, someone else will. They I go. want the money. They go. And it's like, it's kind of true. They're going to buy it anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And you know? also or they're like- going to interact with something anyway. So it's like, yeah, and I think in those cases, the thug life chose them. You know what I mean? Like, that's a real thing. Like, the thug life chooses you or you choose right. it. Look, yeah, because I just watched Blue Story, right? I just watched Blue Story like two days ago. Um, It's the one that came out of UK about like the, it's like it's like a movie version of Top Boy kind oh, of thing. Oh, yeah, Top yeah. Boy, yeah. The same main guy from the the new one? Yes, okay. uh, Michael Ward. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I think yeah, he, was in, he was in Blue Story before Top Boy, yeah. Wasn't it? Other way around. Was it other way around? Sure. Came out a little bit after. Nah, sure. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Top Boy, the, the sequel, bruv. The second one. He wasn't in the first Top Boy. You're wrong. You're wrong. No, he wasn't. He was in yeah, the second. Summer House came out before Blue Story. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't in Summer House, bro. Michael Ward was in the second Top Boy, the one that Drake produced. He was in the second one, bro. Summer House is the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Michael Ward's young, bro. He's in the second Top Boy. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, look at this. Daniel's been on UK culture for six months. And he six six months. What are you going to do when I'm right? What are you going to do? Just tell me right now. All right. 22nd of November, 2019, Blue Story came out. We watched Top Boy in 2017, 18. This, check the second one, the one by Drake, we bro. Know, the first one was in 2007, 2011. What are you talking about? Obviously, yeah, it came out after yeah, that. Yeah, so I'm saying, check the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia, what are you doing after this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so call us. Actually, at the moment. The Drake one, bro. <laughs> you weren't even able to prove about? it with um, Google? Not that yeah. one, bro. Google confirm? Yeah, 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 true, true. Wait, that's the Drake one? Oh, that's yeah. for an actor, bro. Hey, it doesn't matter. Anyways. Now commit. Send it all yes. the way. Thing go? 2019, isn't it? No, Click episodes. I'll tell you the date that it came out, bruv. Yeah, long day. So Anyways, who was right? Yeah. Who was right? Nah, bruv, but why's the quality better? Bro. When did, when did we watch the Drake one, bro? It was recent. Which I'm telling bro, you want to listen to Yeah, it didn't come so up properly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't the right one, innit? That's the old thing. Long day. Look, yeah. It's been a long day. Anyways. If I still remember my point. You don't know anything. Bro, yeah. so oh, I was watching- about, yeah, 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 so I was watching Blue Story, yeah, and that, that's pretty much about this whole thing of like, like you see two two guys start off like, obviously there's turf, all this kind of things. Mm. There's all this turf, I don't want to spoil it. You know, it's been out for time, but there's all different <laughs> like- I haven't seen it yet. Bro. There's different like turf <laughs> kind of things get into play and someone's from this end, someone from this right. end, but they're friends, yeah? They're, right. good, they're good boys, but it's like, you can see how just because of where they are from, mm. that has now impacted their friendship. And you just see like a snowball effect. Next thing you know, they're like, these guys are good. They're good kids. Next thing you know, they're the guys on the block. Yeah. yeah? Like they're the guys now. It's not even necessarily selling drugs and things like that, but they're involved in these violent activities. And exactly. Stuff like that. I was just watching the natural progression of it. Like how it just, like as, as I was watching it, I was mm -hmm. like, I could react exactly that same way to this small thing. Yes. And that now my reaction to this same thing that happens now and this happens and now exactly. I'm at the same point. 100%. Like was, you yeah. can end up in these places because of circumstance, I think. And sometimes 
it's always there's always a more wiser option in a lot of instances or a better option but sometimes we don't have the strength or the resources to to really follow through with that option you know so some people like a big part of gang culture is belonging as well so like Uh, you know some people literally might be homeless or might have been kicked out might live in like a yeah might live in a in a home that's not safe or whatever it is and then they find that belonging and then attached that belonging is, is doing certain things which isn't the best but it's still your place of belonging it's it's a complex issue and it's hearing so it yeah. it's very deep and there are of course people who just willingly step into it and wake up and choose violence that's and choose that yeah. and that's that's one type and then there's the others who don't it doesn't feel like they have the uh, many other options and then they just find themselves stuck in that place but it's it always comes back to because um, soci- sociology is basically the study of human behavior, yeah. but in the context of society. Yeah. And that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in human behavior because yeah. I'm interested in people, yeah. you know, but I, I'm interested in how that fits in with society and like the structures of society. So in this instance, you can see with gang culture that there are things you can kind of lead it back to um, mm. and be like, oh, that might have been a contributing factor for yeah. why yeah. someone yeah. ended 100%. up there. Yeah. yeah. You can see the flowchart almost, but. Wherever you, whatever point you look at it, you're like, this there is could stupid. be an interjection this here. Is, there could be something true, here. True, like it makes true. sense, but it's stupid. It's still stupid. Yeah. And I think at different points of times, those people are given chances or opportunities, you know, um, whether it's them in juvenile center and they've got a youth justice person that's looking after them or um, presenting them with options to redirect their path. Because I know people personally who who even ended up in juvie yeah. and ended up redirecting their path um, with the help of a youth justice person or just like that one person that believes in you because that's really powerful as well. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like these things are still inexcusable really. Yeah. I think, yeah, because you mentioned about like you're having that one person that believes in you that, um, you know, it's not even necessarily someone in a, like a position or something like yeah. that. It just might be someone that's really inspiring you that, yeah, yeah. that yeah. Looks, sees you as a human being exactly. as opposed to what everyone else sees you, right? Exactly. And it's like, we need to actually create more people as opposed to trying to deal with, um, because I feel like all the time it's always pointing at the issue, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? As opposed to looking at what's actually around it. Yes. That's also contributing to this kind of thing. Yeah, it's like that's right. maybe we actually need to just start to create a lot more people yeah. that have the time of day for people like this, yeah? Mm. Because I'm um, in the movie, you have um, a guy who, this is, he's the top boy on the block, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then pretty much you get, like they call them youngers, yeah, isn't it, yeah? Mm-hmm. How they, they introduce like the young ones and then they they prune them, you know? Yeah, it's that they, whole kind of like pruning process. Yes. Is, that's another level of, yeah. you know, we can talk about that, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, they do that whole pruning thing. It's like, you can now level up. It's like, that is pretty much just someone believing in you, yeah? But it's a misdirected kind of belief, exactly. you know? Exactly, and, and like, someone directing your path exactly. or supporting you on that. And it's like, exactly. if they had someone doing that but in a different lane that changes that whole trajectory of that individual's kind of like life that's very true crazy you need like more of those people but at the same time it is kind of frustrating as well Mm. that when you're always there for someone and they just continue to go back to that Mm. thing over and over and over Mm. it almost feels like you're wasting your time always being there as well definitely so now it's almost like what's that balance of me always being there yeah I was being there for you, yeah. number one, but like supporting you, but also not wasting my time exactly. as well. So that balance itself is, is also hard. It and, is. and I think a lot of people kind of give up halfway through because yeah. it's like, you're not listening to me. 
Yeah. Well, that's I, a thing. Yeah, At yeah. some point, it's the person themselves yeah. that actually have to take the steps or action to, to get themselves out of it. Yeah. And then to, yeah, of course, the help that they have around them can assist them, but nothing will happen until they want it. So you're right. It, if you're dealing with someone that hasn't really got to that point yet of like, uh, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough yeah. one, isn't it? But I think above all, protecting your energy in those situations is important. Like if you can't, can't change people, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. just, just speaking on like, you know, our area, Melbourne, Victoria, Australia in general, I think we've seen like the crime rates just within the African community kind of, you know, boost up in the past, what, five years or so, right? And if we're talking about like environment, if we're talking about influence and all of that, I feel like we never really, or maybe it's just me because I've never actually like noticed it or been in those type of environments to see how people act um, towards each other and stuff. But I feel like there isn't such a heavy influence or, you know, um, like criminal environment around us. So I don't know where all of this kind of sparked from, you know? Because, I was going to ask this, yeah, right? I don't, I, How much of Melbourne, because I understand the UK, a lot of it is that looking for a place to belong. I know yeah. America, obviously, that's how the whole thing started, right? Yeah. Um, Crips actually started community. community revolution in yeah. progress, whatever, something, something. Yeah. And it's like, so it's actually about coming together, right? But then it's like, how much of Melbourne's, is like we just want to replicate what we're yeah. seeing. Overseas. Oh, legit! That's it's exactly like, oh, what it is. from all the way. I'm over not gonna there. say it's all that. Nah, no, there is also two, two sides to yeah. Yeah, there's also. I feel like I've seen a lot of external influence as well too. Um, yeah. in terms of yeah, <sighs> in terms of the people actually connecting some of these people to these type of activities uh -huh, as well. Yeah. There's a lot of external yeah. kind people of influence. Don't say but, too much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At least from what I've like heard yeah. and what yeah. I've kind of seen. I said I want to see who's gonna say it. If you caught it, you caught it. It's true. It's true. If you know, you know. Yeah. But it's like, no, yeah, know. I've seen how actual external hands kind of play. A, also, you know, you know, I'll take it all the way back to 2009 because I had to learn about this um, during an essay I was writing. Whew, essays. Come man. on, buzzwords in that. Uh, um, dramatic essay, she remembers it. Uh, yeah. 11, 12 years later. Yeah. Oh, no, I was, no, so the essay was like a like year ago or two years ago, uh, but it was about 2009. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is about... Melbourne, 2009, um, the South Sudanese community, yeah? yeah? So what happened was in the space of three months, three incidents happened in Melbourne. The first was um, a young boy was bashed at Noble Park Station um, and killed. Sudanese boy? Sudanese. By Sudanese people? Or? No, by, okay. um, yeah, by non-Sudanese. Um, and then the second instance was um, in Melton. Another Sudanese boy was bashed, not killed. So two in two of these mm. three instances, they're victims, yeah? The third one was a, a group of Sudanese boys called caused a riot in response to something, but didn't hurt anyone or anything like that. Anyways, using those three um, issues, um, like things that happened, the I think the minister of like something came on and was like, it looks like, you know, just talking about this, it looks like, you know, the African youth or the African people aren't integrating well into this society. And then they actually used that as a justification to cut down the amount of humanitarian visas that they offered all Africans oh, wow. the following year. I had to learn about this at uni. So it's like, you can also see how in the background, um, facts are being used for their own agenda. Cause yeah. it's like, at the end of the day, they were actually victims yeah. in two out of those three yeah. instances. Do you know what I mean? But yet we're not integrating well. Yeah. So there's a lot to it. Yeah, I feel there's so much yeah. to it. And I think like there's also that end of it where there's just like people um, are just being influenced by what they're seeing in the States, you know, and trying to replicate that. Um, but yeah. Dang. 
Madness, man. Bro, so many layers, man. Yeah, that's so many. Yeah, I saw many people looking into this sociology thing, it's man. Sociology is deep. Boring on y'all, hey. Yeah, man, that's what literature was like. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite what subject you, to this day, yeah, because that's yeah. what that's what we're looking into. Yeah. No, because like it is, it's deep. There's so yeah, many layers, and depending on who you are, you might fall victim to one aspect of that issue do you know what i mean you could have been a good kid but then spoil as a result of an experience or you could have just been someone who walked out of the house looking for trouble yeah. and so it's it's just it's varied yeah it's tough because uh, like obviously because i do like community stuff with daniel and that um and we try to tackle these issues mm. but it's like where do we even start mm. right it's like there's so many layers there's lack of support there is influence from friends there is this there is yeah. that there's um you know society gap. as well yeah. and everything it's yeah. like we don't even know and the fact that like different people mm. um fall under different categories as well yeah so it was like even if you tackle this half of these guys are still out there if you tackle that half of them are still out there so it's like what can we do then? True. It's right. like there's no uniform approach to ad- addressing yeah. someone, you know? And I think that's why it's about creating that safe space, but also really taking the time to get to know them. Yeah. Because sometimes it's just a confidence issue. Like sometimes they didn't have supportive parents who yeah. who even positively yeah. affirmed them, you know? Yeah. Sometimes they were just put down. Like, mm. And then now as a result, lack of confidence, easier to be influenced. Yeah, it just it goes on. So it's just like... It's a tough issue we're dealing with. Yeah, it's definitely not an easy issue to address. Because some of them, I grew up with them, you know what I mean? And it's mm. like, oh, maybe it's lack like of, you know, support and house. But you look I'm at like, it like, bro, I yeah. know your parents, parents were taking care of me when my mom was at work. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, she was looking after all of us. So in terms of support, you got amazing support. Yeah. Support. So, <laughs> huh? You had support? Yeah. Not to support me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and sometimes That's you're right. You, sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's, it's just choices we actually yeah. make, yeah. you know? Then now it's like where, where these choices coming from? Mm. As well, is it coming from what they see in music videos? Yeah, coming from uh, movies. You know what I mean? Mm. But at the same and that's time it's, it's like, very like yeah. influential the music videos because I've spoken to people who have been influenced and have kind of spent years. They they say they've wasted they wasted their life in that gang culture sort of yeah. thing. And when they look back, they realize that the music it, it's yeah. so much of it's in the music. It, like. You are feeding your system that, to be honest. You, oh, yeah, and that's like, also a choice. Yeah, it's, like it, it is, and it can influence the way you view women or the way you view yeah. other it, it people. Will, it will, yeah. Like, I don't want to be with people that's like, oh, video games or songs or whatever, but mm. there is an element of yeah, something to it. I can you tell know? who you are by looking at your playlist. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw no playlist, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> looking, at me, just, looking at me dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little Dio Dio. Oh, <laughs> in this creek, what? What's going on here? <laughs> right. That's so funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wanted to ask that's a question insane. though, because you mentioned something um, about um, hosting and TV, not you didn't say presenting. TV, but presenting, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's something you'd actually like, you'd be down to kind of pursue, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Do you think you have a think? Whoa. <laughs> uh, whenever kids back in primary school used to say think and stuff yeah, like, like that, like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Lelo. Yeah. Bro, huh? Lelo. Lelo, bro. Yeah, all of them uh, ones. Lelo. Do you think that we have a space for that um, in Melbourne? Yeah. Like, oh, that's it, a really- You know what I mean? Because yes. I can see- Obviously, a lot of the stuff, I feel like, especially Australia, we consume a lot externally, but then yes. we, we, we mix it around yeah. and then we try to create our own thing with it. I think that's what we're really kind of good at here in Australia, yeah? like absorbing and then repurposing, yeah? yeah? But if we want to talk about like um, 
presenting and hosting and stuff like that. We can see how UK right now yeah. is kind of popping real Oh, 100%. Crazy like, that, like Maya yeah. Jama is exactly. like what That's I exactly want to do. I thought, as, That's yeah. what That's I want to exactly do. What I you know of, what I mean? Like, it, yeah. I just want to be, like, it can be different environments. It could be for different themed mm. shows or sometimes it could be, like, very social justice yeah, Sometimes it would 100%. just be fun, you know? Um, but I thought about that. I'm like, this is what I want to do, but, like, can you even do this here? Mm. Like, then two years ago, I came across Flex Mommy. Like, shout out. Lex Mami, do you okay. guys know her? African, so she's African-Australian. She's from Ghana um, and she lives in Sydney. So she's a Sydney-based um, podcaster, entrepreneur. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know this. Card she game, the card game yeah, thing. Yeah, all of it. So mm-hmm. when I came across her on her podcast, which is Bobo and Flex. It's the one you play with my sister, I think. Oh, that one. Gotcha. I know oh, that pod. Her. Wait, is that the name she's of the- from Sydney. Yeah, she's oh. from Sydney. I'll, I'll show you guys. Very nice. Yeah. While we're here. And so, like, when I saw that, I'm like, whoa. Like, obviously, she's kind of, like, the only one I'm seeing mm. doing this. Because she was even presenting for MTV, you know, in Sydney. And I'm like, but it's possible, though. Yeah. And this is yeah. why representation matters. Because yeah, I true. finally believed I could I do, it, yeah. do this. Yeah. Um, this is her. She's really, really cool. Oh, yeah. Really charismatic. Really intelligent. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Communicates yeah. amazing concepts That's and nice. ideas. Um, That's a nice looking IG. Nice and yeah, colourful, Yeah, you know too, what I mean? You know? She's colourful. She's really creative. Yeah. She's amazing actually. Um I really look up to her. But yeah, so I'm just like I'm going to make it happen because when before I left law, I was like, all right, um I could stay here for another two and a half, three years. Or <laughs> you're questioning uh, before halfway mark yeah. is looking. Mm. Yeah, I know. I was like, or I could use it because I'm like, at the end, I'll have a law degree, and technically, you can use a law degree to do the things I'm doing now, yeah. you know. But I could also just leave and use the next three years to um build my path, literally create it yeah. in the world. Yeah. And I did that slowly but surely. Do you know what I mean? And like even getting to the point of being on radio, um, having okay. a platform. Your thing. Yes, I'm, a, I, I'm on radio once a week. Okay. Nice. Yeah. That's and nice. so it's just kind of like- You, you can, shout, shout it out here, yeah. Oh yeah, Brimbank Live FM. Come um, on. Um, with, I've got two amazing co-hosts. Um, one South Sudanese, one's um, Sri Lankan. So yeah. we're all coloured girls. And like, yeah, we're an amazing- Name dan- the show? Oh, br- Soul Dive. Oh, Soul Dive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's- like I just believe that we can. We're finally in a time in Melbourne, in Australia, where we can create all of these spaces. Mm. Like I went to Sydney, um, to yeah, December to host um, an art exhibition for this Ghanaian photographer over there, and we had a panel discussion. And I like, think I saw, yeah, I saw yeah, this. So yeah, that was wild to me because I'm like, I mean, that wasn't a job necessarily. It's because it's through my affiliation with an organization, but they like brought me over mm. but it's still like okay if i can do this once mm. well this can happen yeah, again yeah, like yeah, yeah, we can create yeah. jobs like yeah. for these things you know you need a presenter you need a host i just i'm trying to just make that happen mm. basically um but what, it mm. doesn't exist in the capacity that yeah. it does in the uk for sure so i have a theory i think our current crop our age group like the yeah where we're at right now doing these kind of creative endeavors and whatnot i think we're gonna push roads for a lot of people mm. that are probably 13, 14 right now yeah. to become your chunks and Philly of Australia. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I think uh, yeah, no. some people Maybe from even our a bit crew, older because we're about yeah, to, you know, pop. Some people from our crew might end up, you know, having that, that longevity like and all that kind of thing. I think the vast majority are just building a, you know, a, a, a thing <laughs> for the younger ones. Y'all better be appreciative. Yeah. We're doing this for you. Yeah. <laughs> because go, we walk so y'all yeah. can run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but like for, for real, like I think- Almost no one in our circle or, or our kind of thing, whatever city, will be able to host the Arias 
or something okay. like that. But yeah. I reckon in 10 years, there will be a kid who's probably 12 right now that would yeah. be like, yeah, That'd you're, do you're a great yeah. personality, go host it. Yeah, you know what? Like, yes and maybe, yeah. you know? Mm. It's I, a, yeah. It's yeah. Because it could be, yeah. because I'm like, you know what? 10 years, we're like 34, 35. And it's look at- We're still gonna look I'm gonna look fresh at 35 still. I plan on looking good at 35. I plan on looking useful. I plan on this mind being intact as in like I know what you mean yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. I also feel because of the times that we're living it's in perfect time. people kind of are just good, doing bro. everything yeah. at any it's age perfect. now so it could mm. it could and you look at actors as well and a lot of them tend to be these hosts in these spaces it's just like anything could happen but one thing I definitely agree is that there are certain things that will just be there for them mm. yeah. that won't yeah. be that aren't there now yeah, and yeah. we are building, building we are, we are. Bro, things Absolutely. like bro podcasting studios or yes. um, networks yeah. and stuff like that exactly. it's like that's literally the ideas that are being sparked by around exactly. us now it's exactly. like now these facilities and structures are going to be ready and available yeah. it's and like that's what would have been it. nice yeah. but yeah they get yeah. to walk into that kind of how thing how do you so guys cool. feel about this bit like playing the role that we're playing as I'm opposed to cool with it yeah I'm cool with it I, yeah. I think we're dope enough personalities that we will have longevity yeah oh cool I'm glad but you it's believe like, that yeah but <laughs> it's <laughs> like I also <laughs> think it's cool to build a path for mm. young people oh, I like the idea yeah. of being the it sounds really weird, but like oh. Godfather. Yeah, you definitely saw the yes, like the 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 celebrity to the celebrities uh, almost. Yeah, you know, yeah. like not everyone knows who you are, but everybody who's somebody knows. No, so like Wiley, like man walks people in know Wiley. Snap. Literally, yeah. yes. Yeah, Wiley and Grimes. Yes, he's definitely yes. appreciated by the ones who really right. know what's up. What's yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's okay. true. That's true. I was gonna say because I've heard of like a few people. You know, your basketball players, your um, musicians, your artists, all of these people, creative people who, you know, they start off here, but then they end up moving to like America to try and pursue their things. So in all that you guys were saying, are you basically trying to um, allude that people should stop going over there and just continue what you're doing here? Because it is hard, right? Mm. Because it, say I'm a rapper and I'm trying to get to a certain level. Right now, I don't necessarily see that happening. You know, yes. I don't see them getting to your Lil Uzi or whoever the other rappers are, I don't know the <laughs> rappers' Whoa. names, but you know, <laughs> your, you know, your celebrity, like th those one. big top celebrities, yeah, you know, like <laughs> in, in, in Australia, just in general, I don't see that happening unless you take yourself out from here and go somewhere else where you can be, you know, picked up by your um, producers and all of that stuff. So is that like something that we should stop and just try and really feed into um, Australian culture? Not Australian culture, but like try and you know build, build something it. here. Talk yeah. to the mic, sorry, man. sorry. Try and, build, try and build something here rather than go over there yeah. and you know continue to build up America's you know culture and all that. I feel you. I think like um, same way. I think it's like so. For example, you know, if I if I desire to have kids. I believe God will bless him with, yeah. with me with some right. kids. Amen. You know what I mean? If I don't, then I also believe he he knows my heart and he won't. So I feel like it's just whatever you're up for, yeah. you know, like, cause some people, they don't want that role. They don't want to play it. They don't want to build something. They actually just want to go and fit right in and, and just, yeah. yeah. You know what? F to those people go and go and yeah. do that. If yeah. the ones who are a bit more um, invested in seeing the Australian culture mm. pop off in a certain way or want to have their hand in it, stay because sure. Sure. you know it's true because you need the people that are keeping this thing alive yeah. that are just doing it solely yeah. for i'm doing this and i'm popping and mm. people are consuming this um content or yeah. whatever that might be and you also need the people that are building this thing from the bottom yeah. up too to to have the legs yeah, exactly. but it's like if there's no hype for it now it's just gonna die and now yeah, you're building for legs sure. for the for nothing you know well, yeah, yeah. But there's also things that are like i think with, when it comes to entertainment 
I lean towards stay where you are because your people are your best supporters. You know yeah. what I mean? And and that will actually give you longevity. But when it comes to things like true. sport, mm-hmm. you have to go where the biggest. Oh, yeah, true. So, like, true. It does, it's not even in America or England. Like, if you're playing football, like soccer, mm-hmm. yeah, you've got to go to Europe. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're basketball. playing basketball, yeah, you have to go to America. Well, you Europe can do NBL. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, to- it's really yeah, not a yeah, thing. Yeah. But if you're a DJ... You could do that anywhere, anywhere. and tour everywhere. That's know. true. I so think, you're yeah. you're tying it closer it to your, your ability to be successful yeah. in that thing. Okay, yeah. Mm. And That's to even build bridges, like as in, it's cool mm. seeing Patty Mills and yeah. all mm. this. Well, for New Zealand, Stephen Adams and whatnot. It's like you're in the NBA. Yeah, but that means a lot to where you're from. Yeah, you know, it yeah. actually is way more cool right. than if they would have stayed here. True. Well, when true. Uh, Patty Mills, because Patty Mills plays for Spurs, yeah. When he gets a three. Uh, the commentator goes, Grey, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. dude, wait. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but then with entertainment. Like he kills it though. Man. Yeah. But then with entertainment, like, what's the two biggest rap collectives or pe- pe- people out of Australia is the Kid Leroy and Iggy. One Four. One Four. Right? Iggy? Iggy. Embarrassing. At one point. At one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point. She didn't really deserve that. But it's like, I look at One Four and I'm like, that is way cooler than what the Kid Leroy, because he actually did go America, all that kind of thing. And turn up, did his thing and it's great. But it's like, I'm like one four. It's much cooler. Where it's like ASAP Ferg's like, hey, come on a song with me. Yeah, yeah. and that's was, it, was he on? Eddie, he was on a bunch. Oh, of, one of them on was on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's so like the music. I think it's toughest in the music scene mm. because like I have so mm. many artists around me, especially Solly being an artist, my older sis, and just a lot of my friends. And it's like one of those things where it's it is tough, you know, because the live music scene in Melbourne is very rewarding. Like there's a lot of live music gigs out there. So mm. you can make good money as, but then what you're doing is oftentimes you're um, performing like covers or backing, yeah. or you're not really expressing yourself mm. as your own artist. And that's been, been like it's a different. frustration that's been expressed a lot of times. Mm. It's also like the pool of people that can really pop off as an artist is really tiny here, especially in that hip hop scene. So I think it's just one of those things where it's going to take time, but I agree yeah. with the entertainment. You're better off staying here and you know where people know you and support you and and kind of relate to you um because hip hop over there they're rapping about this basically their political situation yeah. over there and it's very different over here so i mean you can rap about what's going on in australia over there but it's just like who's going to connect to it i don't you know rap about the same drugs if it's not political stuff so. true true i i think uh hood <laughs> I think our, our hood scene, our hood um, situation is very different. And I think it stems from the gun laws itself being being hood, different. Yeah. You know, the reality of yeah. things are different. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, I think, think it, it depends. Is, it depends. Yeah. Because like, if I'm a hot rapper right now, I'm not trying to stay here. Like <laughs> right. right now. Take off. Right. Yeah. This way get if, I, if I'm like, I'm at peak right now. What's the point? Like, because the, the scene is not hot here. Yeah? But you only peak w- because of the people who are supporting you here, isn't it? No, let's say peak in terms of like International my music. Recognition. Like, like, let's yeah, say I'm yeah. peak in terms of like my craft. Yeah. Ruff, like, I'm not trying to do it around here because not the scene is not hot here. You know, I'm not getting that enough support for my music, if that makes sense. Right. So I'm going to go to a place where it's hot, where it's like record labels and mad connections there, mm. like the maddest connection there, you know, and then just see where it takes me from there. You know, right? mm. but if I'm a little bit younger or whatever and, you know, mm. I'm doing other stuff as well. That's like, OK, cool. I want to kind of grow mm. in this environment. Yeah. But if it's like this, the, my main focus 
And I'm like, am I peak right now? Nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's from here, that's bro. true. That's a lot of people who, because I also do like acting and a lot of people who are actors yeah. had that the same keeps thing. Going on. <laughs> oh, just cre- creating, you know, it's, I just love it. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, and just a lot of people had that same dilemma. Like I didn't even pursue acting in the way that I probably would have um, when I was younger because um, I recognized I was in a white Australia with not a big film and TV industry here. And I just didn't really want to go over there at the time. Basically, neighbors, bro. But yeah, yeah. Time, yeah. neighbors is the option. That was it. Home and away on neighbors. Huh? That's what's yeah, and they actually know that overseas. Like yeah. they know neighbors. Oh, no yeah, way. yeah. And um, what's his name? Steve Irwin. Everyone knows Steve Irwin. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's it. Australia, yeah. Australian knowledge done. Caps done. There. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's it's one of those things for me and what I'm doing right now. I appreciate being here. Because I think um, a lot of what I'm doing is touching on like our lived experience and yeah. the culture here. And I think we just all have to appreciate that Australia is such a young country. Yep. Um, and that's it. It's just facts. Like we are a young, like 200 and something years old versus, you know, the UK and the States who have been there for how, mu- how much longer. So, and then when you think about when migration actually happened here, only, you know, Africans, I mean, I know that some Africans, especially like West, I think they came earlier, but the East Africans really started coming in like 90s, well, late 80s, early 90s, and then onwards. So we're so young, you know, yeah. like we're still the first generation, like our parents weren't even born here. So and that's what's scary about it. the fact that we're so young, we can go either way. Yeah. Mm. And I'm just like, bro, I pray that Sarah doesn't go left with it because my kids are going to go here and so on. Like the healthcare system is just beautiful. Everything mm. is just so so good right now. It is. So, but if things, things go through the roof, crime rates go through the roof. Yeah. This goes through, uh, through the roof. Now they started to cut off some stuff, and now it's like we're gonna be like other places. Exactly, more, and right? you, yeah, Australia is a very unique place yeah. to live in terms of how the system supports yes. you. Beautiful system. healthcare alone is just a dream. Like, because in the states they're paying just for like. If you don't have a job. Visit. You almost don't have healthcare. Man, exactly. Much. Bro, I go yeah. to the doctors about the same, about the Bulk same bill. arm four days in a row, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and big man. Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I'll call, see you tomorrow, Carl. See you tomorrow. Ah, yeah, easy, bro. Bulk bill that. Mm. Yeah. You better bulk bill that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, what was I even going to ask? Um, we are the movement. We are the you movement. are an ambassador for that. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's interesting because that's like, so her name's Enem. She's a Ghanaian Australian in, living in Sydney and she founded the movement. Mm-hmm. And she decided to start a social enterprise, basically, or an organisation. Social um, enterprise, money chat to her. Yeah, like yeah. 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 Um, so part business, part yeah, organisation. Yeah. And like, um, she has a huge vision and she was she decided to build a national team because she wanted to- Nationally, this, yeah. Yeah, she wanted this movement to be a whole, you know, Australian thing. So she slowly built that team. And um, one day she approached me to collaborate on something through Below the Surface. So she hit me up as the person behind the Below the Surface to do it. Um, a project so we decided to meet on zoom and stuff like that and just talk about it and in the end like we decided against like that project because it didn't make sense to go ahead with it based off a few things Mm -hmm. Um, but we we forged a really good connection like it was just a really good connection and by the end of that call like on zoom she was like actually i'm building my team for like we are the movement and i just i actually need the melbourneian person like Mm -hmm. i need the melbourne rep would you be that person and i was like okay like let me you know let's sit on this but it was just you know when it feels right like you feel like god has put you there with that person for a reason you're really connecting i actually she technically wanted to go ahead with that project but i actually had to say no even though i wanted to kind of work with her and i think she saw that in me because she was like you know sometimes you need like a yes man as part of your team sometimes you need that real Mm. critical thinker that person Mm. that can be like nah Mm -hmm. for this reason and Mm. she was just like yeah can you can we work together and i was like actually 
Cool, because I'm seeing what this movement's about. It's really about improving like access to social services and like employment and um, just changing this, the situation for like Africans, for migrants, um, and just for like BIPOC essentially. So um, yeah, I was just like, yeah, let's do it. So since then, like um, we've we've held a, a Sounds of Healing event, which was on Zoom. That was a mix between, do you know, Sounds of Africa. Yeah, yeah, SOA. Yeah, SOA. Yeah, I was like, wait, what's that? As soon as you said SOA, I'm like, ah, jokes. Yeah, yeah, we don't don't normally hear. Yeah, the full word. Yeah, never normally hear. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You got SOA? Yeah. (laughs) It's actually tonight. Like, yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Guys, you already. I already told you. I'm. I'm calm with it. Is this the move? Huh? This the move. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. Off air. Off air. Off air. Chat. Off air. Chat. Yeah, so, and then, yeah, so, like, um, and that was an amazing event because we spoke about generational trauma, the hypersexualization of, like, black bodies and decolonizing the mind, and we mixed that with music. So it was, like, performance, then it was, like, uh, a guest um, person. I, would, I was a panelist, so I would – sorry, I was a host. So I asked the panel members the questions, and, and then we did, like, another event, which was the um, exhibition – they're still doing events like they're about to do an in-person event um, in Sydney um, where they're going to discuss like diversity in the workplace and they've teamed up with different organisations for it. I really actually, I'm, I really connect to the vision of the movement and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to be a part of it. Um, I'll probably end up in Sydney a few times. I mean, actually not this year because let's be honest, <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus, man. Uh, coronavirus. Yeah. Well, I said, hey, I'm staying this year. Yeah, man. This got real comfortable, man. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. it's amazing because we're predominantly... Um, black women team and I know it's just it's different but it's actually amazing to have like you know it's different yeah yeah. women leading it's yeah and we have a few guys but it's majority um, black women which is different I heard the guys didn't get a say I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I don't know know. it's your turn (laughs) now (laughs) (laughs) nah he loves us he works with us in the board meetings (laughs) 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 taking the minutes only (laughs) I said get me water (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nah, that's no. sick. That's sick yeah. to change that dynamic like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's my involvement with the movement. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's awesome. I'm also the ambassador, which means like hosting events yeah. when yeah. they come up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you, Amen. You, you seem like you do like, you know, a lot of things and a lot of great things. And I just commend you on all of it. But like when you are by yourself and when, you know, everything's gone, everyone's gone, mm. how do you like just ensure that? you're at a right mind to be able, because it, in order to help other people or in order mm. to, you know, sow into people's lives, you need to be able to do it for yourself as well. So mm. yeah, what, like, what do you do when you're on your own or what kind of activities? Yeah, or, you know? that's a really good question. Um, that's something that I'm like, I always have to come back to, to remind myself to do a bit better of a job at. Mm. But um, for the most part, I guess well, I'm really blessed to have a really beautiful family. Yeah. You know, like I have amazing parents oh, that really awesome. like, yeah, that are just such amazing supports and like they feed my heart, my mind. My dad's definitely been my biggest teacher. Um, my mom, they're both amazing people that I really look up to. I would say it's literally the people that carry yeah. me as well because um, everything flows from my relationships, like my my energy for life, um, yeah, my desire to do certain things. It flows from my love for people. So me staying in touch and in tune with the people around me that I love and um, feeding those relationships mm-hmm. is something that gives me the energy actually to keep going because I'm an extrovert and that technically means like you're energized by your interactions rather than 
you know, the opposite. Yeah. So I find myself, if I'm with people all the time, I'm mm. being charged up again yeah. and again. But on top of that, um, that's one thing I struggle with. And I think the back injury is an instrument that God's using to always Help be that thing other. that grounds me a little <laughs> bit. Because uh-huh. it's that thing that I have to like sometimes just come back to myself. Like, all right, it's take it easy here. Yeah. yeah. Lydia, you're doing too much easy. now. Yeah. Come exactly, on. Exactly. Yeah. So um, there's that. But on, like, honestly... Try to eat, like, I, I, I do appreciate the health as well. And ever since my back injury, it's something that, um, you know, obviously, you know, a cheat, cheat meal or two, it's, it's hard to escape <laughs> you know, still. Cheat meal or two yeah. every day. Yeah. Every day, yeah, <laughs> every day, yeah a cheat, cheat day or three or four. But, um, like, I try to be healthy. Um, I try to write. I try to, exp- I try to make sure I express myself. This is the biggest thing. I think I need to have people around me. And I finally, like, not that I haven't, but I finally have it as, like, in this capacity that I've never had it before. People around me who truly understand me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and who I understand as well. And that just means that, you know, I can be encouraged in certain ways or they can speak to me or they can tell me to slow down. Like, I had someone at the basketball tournament be like, yo, Lydia, man, (laughs) I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Like, slow down. Um, But, yeah, like, it's, yeah... I don't even have like the same, I'm, I'm about to work on it now. I don't have a routine when I wake up. Like a lot of people do. Like I don't have that same routine. I don't have this magical way to do it. It's just the people, um, my faith, I should, I should mention that. It's just that it's something that I'm still a little rocky with, but it's like, if I'm really being honest with myself, it's, it's my faith in God. It's, mm. it's my relationship awesome. with yeah. God and um, with the church and the people in my life that are Christian that also really carries me. 100, man. Yeah, so, yeah. It's just, awesome. yeah, it's just that. I can fully test that. That's what's grounded me every Absolutely. time yeah. where I've been, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when, when it's all said and done and man comes back and looks, yeah. look at myself in the mirror. I need to talk to God because... There yeah, was one thing that you did mention um, in terms of health. I know before, it's going back a bit, but when you were talking about when you started getting the tingles mm. and then you were like, okay, I'm going to go yeah, get it checked out. Yeah. And yeah. then Daniel looked at you crazy like, oh, really? You oh, got yourself yeah. checked oh, okay, out. Okay, something different. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. But there's such a common thing where it's like with Africans, even, even for him as well. He's <sighs> had multiple injuries and he's like, oh, nah, I'll be fine. Like I'll heal eventually, right? <laughs> like it's, I guess you can just talk on how like how important it is to really just get checked out. If something Ooh, is wrong, about just it. go and get checked yeah. out, you know? No, let's talk I about it. I yeah. know one person, obviously we all know who it yeah. is, feels a little mm. <laughs> Running, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that is, like, mm. Man said, I just did a full body scan, bro. I felt a little something Ooh. in my neck. <laughs> 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 no, dude, he gets like five, six scans. Yeah. Like I was like, bro, I mean, we, me we say we're fortunate enough. We have the resources to be able to do it, but we don't. Right. Yeah. And this is the thing because- you know, like, yes, there's such thing as sucking it up yeah. and just, you know, keep yeah, going. You're not to suck up everything. <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to suck it up. Yeah. And, and in this instance, it was actually the doc, like, I took the initiative, mm-hmm. right? So I took the initiative to find out what was happening, but the people who had to have the expertise. So this is what I was going to ask you, because, you know, yeah. do you think this kind of interplays with some of the things, you you know, you've mentioned you in mentioned, terms of, yeah. like, the black experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that plays into the, yeah. the strength? 
Um, well, well, like, do you think that kind of because you said you're frustrated that you well, know no, that didn't really? Oh, I took like I had to accept a few things because mm. I'm like, all right, in actual reality, detecting a, a spinal injury of this nature is tough. Yeah, they could have yeah. been more curious and been, yeah. oh, they could even direct me like, if you want, you know, to understand what's happening, you can do an MRI scan. That yeah. kind of gives you that objective insight mm-hmm. into what's happening. But I didn't get that guidance, and that's that's what annoyed me because mm-hmm. I feel like maybe you could have at least given me an option yeah. to keep yeah, right. keep sure. searching for this, but. Um, what I think is, is like, there's a serious issue with, um, t- um, especially black women, but like, actually like, um, uh, ethnic people in terms of how the valued their life is yeah. at, yeah. at that, that point in the, in the doctor's room or something like that. And, and stats actually like support this. Cause you'll see a lot of black women, highest, highest number of women who die, um, whilst giving birth uh, is black women. And that's actually related to the pain that they're expressing they have pain, they're not necessarily believed for it, they're not treated as a result. There's, it's really deep. And like these, like systematic racism is not just through laws, it's it's through the medical system itself. Like it could be just literally, I care a little bit less about your life. And yeah. as a result, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do one less thing to investigate what you're saying you're going through. Like it can be really, it's so layered, you know what I mean? These things are so layered. So I feel like, what I've come to like accept is it's important to accept that um, human fault is a reality of life. So despite the yeah. fact that like doctors spend years training to become a doctor, they actually can make a mistake too. Yeah, so I think it's important when you, one, it's important to trust your gut because my intuition already told me for a fact something was Something's really off. Up, yeah. Um, but it's important to take that further and maybe get a second opinion. Yeah. I think I, sh- I could have got a second opinion. Um, and it's, it's, it's all fun and games when it's just a little thing on your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it's like a thing that's your back and, and then day, you, yeah. you would say, you should check that out. And also, <laughs> put the thing on the thing. <laughs> Keeping a log and stuff like that is important as well. Like yeah. the medical log in terms of if you felt this right down when right that down, was, yeah. track that as well, you know, when did I feel this again? Because exactly. presenting that history, you can also now escalate that. Exactly. You know what I'm and, you can, yeah. and, and it's <laughs> important to take yourself seriously and, and validate yourself when you're experiencing something because you know your body more than anyone. Um, and yeah, sometimes it's just the intuition that's telling you that something really needs to be checked yeah. out here and it's, you don't, other people don't have your intuition so they can't. I wonder what it is with ethnic people like in general that just, it's like, oh, don't, we don't go to the hospital. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've got a loved one in my family where it's like she passed away because she just didn't do pap smears. Yeah. Wow. And it's like she had an wow. issue and it's like, and you're supposed to do it every you five should years still be alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's just, oh, we don't do that. Yeah. And you know it's what? Sometimes like, it's a lack of education. Yeah. In a yeah. sense, it's literally yeah. just Health like we're not, yeah, and then sometimes it's obviously uh, you come out of your circumstances. You're used to addressing your body and your health in a certain yeah. way because that's all you had. It's like this is a different environment. Like what, yeah, what exactly. are you talking about? Regular checkups. Yeah, regular checkups. Or you know what I'm saying the only time it's ever is if my legs better come yeah. off. Yeah. That's the only time I was ever going to rock up. If there's no blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. calm. It's not bad. You know? Yeah. But yeah. what gets me, and this is the thing that tells me you should be very proactive about your health, is like there are too many like diseases or sicknesses that um or deaths that result from that thing growing or yeah. that thing escalating yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. so it's oh, like yeah, that little thing your body had it that little growth mm-hmm. turned into that had it been caught earlier yeah, yeah, you would have yeah, been yeah. fine yeah, but so off. for that alone we need to act now yeah. you know 100 yeah, don't know. Really important yeah. that health yeah. literacy like man a health, a health session and this lady was telling us between this age and that age yeah this is the scans and this is the test you should be going through i'm like bravo there's like the, five, and I'm like, I haven't yeah. gone any, gone any of them. And then yeah. you still haven't gone yet? Yeah? Huh? Yeah. 
Norikos. You're who we're me talking and, about. Yeah. Me and this guy, <laughs> three, four years ago now? Probably. We were like, apparently always waking up with a dry mouth is a sign you might have diabetes, right? Yeah. Apparently. I don't remember. I heard that from my parents. Mm. My dad. Mm. And so it was happening to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to go get a blood test. Yeah. And this guy at the same time was like, I actually need to do a blood test for this stuff as well. Right. I did my blood test. Results came negative. Amazing, God. yeah. This guy still hasn't done his blood test. <laughs> <laughs> how long ago was this? About four Three, four years. Oh, you know how many man. times I've gone to the GP <laughs> and gotten the form <laughs> for it? The guy said, hasn't. I've gone to the GP like about four, like good, three, four times Since. in that space and gotten the form for it and I just never filled it out and sent it on yeah, like, ah. Yeah, and yeah. we feel that's one thing because we actually are very young, so we feel invincible. Yeah. And it's I also think the fear yeah. of like I don't want to find out what might uh, be going true. on. There's <laughs> been that, should. but you kind of sure so you can deal with yeah, it. Yeah. Really should. And it's mad. I'm yo. We're running sessions talking about you should. Oh, and man, okay. ain't even taking the advice, man. It's it's, yeah. it's different when it comes down to it, you know. It's like Girl, Mandela. You told me you haven't done any of the <laughs> tests yet. It's like Mandela. He was like to me, so did you make a vision board? I got my vision board. I started making. I'm actually yet to go back to and spend the whole day on it yeah. because uh, I've just yeah. been, it's not even good enough. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I've spent the time reflecting and I've written yeah. it down and I just need to put it on. But shout out to Mandela for holding me accountable yeah. because yes, it's, it's important. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> what? I you said, look yeah. at that camera. No, trust, I like this oh, one better. Yeah. Oh, no, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh man yeah. anyways man yeah yeah, yeah hey, we're keen really to see important. we're keen to see what comes up next for bloody yeah. service and just anything in general that you're yeah. doing you know what I'm saying um, thank you yeah man you've got some dope different things coming up 100% 100%, 100%. there's many ideas definitely you guys are amazing people I was already following you actually it's just I hadn't taken the time to properly listen like it's an effort not gonna lie yeah it's an effort so much is happening the three hour episode 10 are off huh <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's a long episode. Yeah, he's a, on the way here. He's like, I can talk, man. I told him I can talk. How long? How We're long? You want to like, can we give him a mic or like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm here for time. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man. Hey, nah, that's that's been dope, man. I guess if there's anything coming up that you'd like to shout out um to the people. Ooh, um, oh, there's a few projects in the works, yeah. but nothing to necessarily shout no, out. Like yeah, yeah, my yeah. main thing is, I really want to take those magazines I want to do a full print magazine so like mm, no, the fir- from the photo shoot to the print like I'm I wanted to, no, to, no, I'm yeah. to that one. yeah, yeah. Be so and be there's dope. definitely other experiences that I want to um, explore so that might come up I might you know yeah. ask you guys to be on the mag one day hey. if you don't mind hey. little writing <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is I'm talk to you after awesome. this. I've been trying to like I've been down to do a blog for time, oh, yeah? but effort oh, in terms of timing, but also how to really do this. Yeah, it's, it's time. Okay, we'll chat. Hundred percent. We've got each other. Got to support each other. Feel me? Sure. For well, sure. yeah, man. I think I think that's what I say. I don't know if there's anything else. Then you're joining for for another episode of the Disruption Podcast. Yeah. Should they follow Lydia? <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so it's Lydia Tesma underscore. It'll be here somewhere. That's L Y D I A T E S E M A. And I'll chuck it here. It'll be in the description and all them things there as well. Yeah. Blood of Surface, that'll be there too, man. Make sure you follow us, subscribe, comment, do whatever you want to do, share this with somebody, and watch out for your back. Stay healthy in them ones. You feel me? Watch out. Hey, no, get in. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, that's my shot. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. Look in time. Uh, we are. Lock it off. <laughs> Done. Lock off. Everything lock off. Yes, sir. Ooh, that was fun. Thank you. Thank you.